Live from Radio City Music Hall in New York City, it's the second annual Charity Awards. Please welcome your hosts, Evan Soddy, Taryn O'Reilly, and John Gleason Teske. Hello, everybody, and welcome to, somewhat inexplicably, the second annual Charity Awards, celebrating excellence in this goddamn podcast that we've been recording for the past three years, The Chartographers. Three years. Three fucking years. And this, I don't know about you guys, this feels, I mean, well, Teske, you weren't on the season until right now, but <laughs> this really does feel like the longest year that we've done. Oh I really like, do. Literally, though, if you look at our posting schedule, yeah. it took the longest yeah. to yeah. get it out. It yeah. was, I, we just had a lot of two-parters. I'm excited to have a light season next year. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> say that. And we will, get to, we will get to that in a moment. But first off, just so you know, the people that are here, first off, it's Evan Soddy and it is Taryn O'Reilly, the people who host and created the podcast, celebrating over 18,000 plays. Ooh, like, it's just... Craziness. I know. Like, literally, I was looking like... La- I feel like last year, like, the very first season one wrap-up we did, like, we almost crossed 2,000 plays. That's what we were celebrating at the end of the first year. Wow. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> That is, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. So. I mean, like, that makes sense. Yeah. We also had three three months this year where we got over a thousand plays, I think. Yeah, which absolutely. Is insane. I don't so, know who the fuck you. is out there, but thank <laughs> yeah. you. This is for you, the fans, absolutely. And the thing is that, like, I don't know about you guys, last year's the Charity Awards, the stupid, ridiculous, drunken thing that we did, <laughs> I felt it was fun. I actually do like looking back over the fun moments of the year. It's just kind of a nice, like, gives closure, and I like remembering it. It's a nice int- entry point for fans that are, like, here for the jokes and not the music talk. You know, all two of you. But uh, <laughs> at the same. I know, but at the same same time, uh, one of the secrets to our success was a very good and dear friend. He was on one of our top ten most listened to episodes of all time, the Gorillas episode. That's yeah. right, guys. The man, the myth, the legend, John Gleason Teske is back. I am. Hello. And welcome to Wonderful Radio City <laughs> Music Hall. I'm glad you're here. Bet you didn't think this was going to be the ride that got you there, but I, here you are. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to thank um, all my supporters who believed in me as a child. Um, oh, uh, you're just hosting. You know uh, that, right? Oh, oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Uh, I will yeah, say, yeah, though... you ain't one shit. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, and not this, not this year, but yeah, still. No, not you this year. Were, I will say that your tuxedo yeah. choice was bold. That yeah. I was not expecting that. Yeah, that's... Uh, see-through is in this year. Um, it's got a little, like, twinge of pink just to, like, you know, celebrate my... My, my good friend Janelle Monet, who's in the audience. Hi. Hi, Janelle. Hi. Janelle, Hi. yep, she is here. She is. I don't know how she is listening to it or how she knew about us, but I appreciate yeah, it, though. Especially because she doesn't have enough albums for us to do an episode. <laughs> that is so. correct. Absolutely. Also, I want to point out uh, Meryl Streep. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I see Dennis Rodman over there for some reason. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, of course, Iron and Wine, our dear friend Sam Beam. Thank you. I know you still don't know who we are, even though we've met you. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate We met him because of this podcast. Yeah. That still blows my goddamn mind. But hey, listen. That's old news. That's old news. Exactly. You know, we're going <laughs> to celebrate the longest fucking season that we've had, some of the biggest episodes that we've ever had, and just amazing guests all around. We have some the god stupid amount of categories. Uh, but the thing is, is that. <laughs> it really is. It is absurd. It's it is like low key too many. <laughs> 
quite Strap got yourselves <laughs> in, folks. There are subcategories. I like. I love how this award show we're just dissing our own awards. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Why are you here? But I'm. I'm having a good time. Ah, uh, that's the thing. And that's what's really. That really is. <laughs> Celebrate my ego. After who all, who cares if it's listenable? <laughs> as long as we're having a good time. I know that's people like people live vicariously through yeah. us. They don't have interesting lives, so you know we give them a little bit of excitement in and their humdrum existence. <laughs> yeah. So long story short, the very first category that we have, and John Glees and you have listened to some episodes, I believe, this season. I've listened, oh yeah, I'm a good portion of that 18,000. Okay. Yeah, I believe, I mean, I'm not I'm not a controlling portion or anything. Mm-hmm. It's still a popular podcast, please keep listening. But, <laughs> um, but I've absolutely listened to every episode of this, sometimes multiple times, because there's a weird wobbling noise in my shower, so I have to like re-listen to make sure that's what it was. Um, so and I appreciate that. I'm glad that you use our podcasts to calibrate your sound system. That's really that's really all I could ask for. We're like the steely Dan of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yes. You got an audio system you need to try out? Put on one of our shittily recorded episodes. <laughs> See how good it is. Uh, anywho, uh, th- that being said, uh, we do have categories, and the other thing is that John Lee Sintesky, you are a guest, so I can't think of anyone better to ultimately open the envelope for our first category, which is best guest one-liner. We did do a slight rule change this year. <laughs> He's about to tear it. I haven't said anything yet. But the thing is, is that we had so many on the long list. We had like twice as many in this category than anyone else because, as I've learned, the guests are funnier than me. So as such, we actually broke it up in two categories. Chartographers All-Stars, a.k.a. people who have been on three episodes or more, have their own separate category. That's a little special bonus for the Chartographers All-Stars, one of the gimmies in the package. But the thing is, so this is just for a guest that's been on three episodes or less, just a good old-fashioned brand-new guest. Everyone starts as a guest, a first-timer, really, and this is their category. Here are the nominees for Best Guest One-Liner. The nominees for Best Guest One-Liner are Justin Smith from the White Stripes episode. And if you and if there's someone you can't pull the Jack White card with, it's Beyonce. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, exactly. absolutely. That is Beyonce's a, not going to handle any of that. Right. Shit. That is a confrontation I would pay unspeakable <laughs> right. amounts of money right. just to watch. Even even if it's very cordial, yeah. And Beyonce's just oh. like, no, I don't think that's. It would be like right. Cersei yeah. Lannister and like. Oh, and Marjorie. Yeah, yeah. it'd be like Cersei and Marjorie. Yeah, just like, like Jack is oh. clearly Cersei. Third drink before noon, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Fight me. Yeah. Zarek Badugu from the Outcast episode. Guys, Zarek Badugu is here in studio right now. Zarek! What up, though? How you doing? <laughs> me, man, I'm just uh, chilling on talking about. I'm out here just like living. Uh, I'm hoping to give <laughs> something for you know what I'm talking about. I'm hoping you enjoy this on your on your transit or your travel as you go around I'm talking about and I just hope you all get out get out and get some today all right, all right. <laughs> and that's the podcast folks Carmen Barnes from the George Michael episode I could not stop laughing at fantastic I enjoyed some of it but the wham rap yeah was so brutal <laughs> Just repeating wham and bam together, first uh-huh. of all, is not a rap. Uh... <laughs> Nico Pashka from the Tom Petty Minisode. 
okay. in the documentary. They had um, this festival. Did you guys know about that? Festival. It was at so, the farm. Yeah, yeah, so it definitely looks like something, uh, ironically, I think people would do in Wisconsin. It felt like a very Wisconsin mm-hmm. thing to do. Uh, but they, uh, you I've know. been to a, a, a music festival in a barn. I think it's, I think it's really. Who did you see there? <laughs> Guster. I mean. <laughs> Nia O'Reilly Amandis from the Stevie Wonder Minisode. His backing vocalists, like he had like, you know, two men, three women in a line singing backing vocals and yeah. one of the man, men sang the first line, one of the women sang the second line, and then he sings the rest. And it's I Jim really... Gilstrap and Laney Grooves. So they aren't even like common collaborators. First of all, it's not even both like Serena. Clearly fake people. <laughs> <laughs> Bilal Dardai from the Weezer episode. I mean, I'm looking at these titles. Parts of these titles are just, they're they are bland. Memories? Well, yeah. I mean, like, all of these look like... Memories. You could. You could. You could. I am I am dead certain you could put this track listing on the back of a Sarah McLaughlin album. And, and maybe with the exception of Where's My Sex. I can't imagine a piano ballad. Where's my sex? No, she wouldn't. She wouldn't, but oh my god, that's the most real thing. <laughs> that's so real. <laughs> yeah! That's some good shit. That is some good shit. I and love it's, it. It's well, fun. Well, because, I mean, we have listened to all of these within the last, like, week. Yeah. But also, it's still so funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyway. Yeah. Well, John Zizateski has the envelope, oh, oh. as per always. Okay. He's oh. the best envelope ripper in the business, I mean, guys. I... He's number one rated on Zagats. I got... <laughs> <laughs> Don't know right. how that works, but it happens. All right. All right. Okay. Are we ready? Are we ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Now? All right. And the, the, the best guest one-liner of 2018, 2019, whenever this gets released, yeah. is... Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say Zarek. Zarek Badugo! Yeah, amazing intro. Hands down. Hands down. Late episode, Zarek. I mean, listen, oh. there's Ooh. been guest intros, but then there are guest <laughs> intros. Like, l- listen, <laughs> no one has ever come on the podcast and been that. I don't, like, I don't know, you know, yeah. like, he... Uh, he came in strong, too, by the way. He yeah. was one of the most opinionated guests out in the game. He was and, like, He was great. Yes. And the thing that's like, he moved away recently because ultimately... Fun fact for the people that, you know, love us and obsessively track our every move at home. Uh, the thing is that we actually, the second to last episode of the season, St. Vincent, and I love that episode, but it was kind of a last minute switch up because we were waiting to have Zarek on for a Childish Gambino episode because he had a new album that was going to drop. He had the number one single with This Is America, Feels Like Summer. He had all these things that dropped. And then, and then it just didn't happen. It didn't happen at the end of 2018. So uh, we were very sad by that. So we weren't able to do it, but we still had a great St. Vincent episode and Zarek, I'm glad this this went out to you. This is good. I'm like, maybe if you ever find yourself in Chicago again, yeah. you can still do a Childish Gambino episode. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because he was just such a fan. I mean, guy. Justin Smith, we met him at a party once, and he became a guest. That's it can literally happen to anyone. It can happen to you. And by the way, Sandwich Joe up on the corner, he wants to be on an episode, too. He only wants to talk about Led Zeppelin. We already did that episode, but I said, sure, why not? Sandwich show. <laughs> is this a, a real person? <laughs> yeah. As is always okay. the case, no. Oh, okay. Do I have friends? No. Oh. Do I believe that there's a guy named Sandwich Joe who only wants to talk about Led Zeppelin, though? I, I firmly well, that's believe that's what I mean. It's like person. this. I yeah. wasn't sure that you, that was bullshit. Yeah. 
When we were at the San Diego Zoo, remember that one guy that was drunk and going around and wanted to talk about Let's Oh, talk yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were standing by the bonobos, and he yeah. walks up, and he's like... Who here likes Led Zeppelin? Put your hands up! Raise your hands! <laughs> and a couple of us were like, I mean... And then he's yes. like, I could give a better tour than any of y'all motherfuckers here. Really, I could. You just name it. I could take any of these exhibits. Yeah. Like, you paid admission, sir. I don't think that's how that... He he was a few margaritas in. Yes, sure. he was. At his San Diego Zoo visit. So, you know, I mean... as, as we always do. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you know, which is how you do the zoo, right? Right. So, uh, the other thing we want to do, now this, I wanted to get the serious category out of the way first. Uh, best Ooh. genuine insight. This is one where genuinely we pulled some great clips it's a here. a choice. Yeah. But I wanted to kind of just like elaborate upon, because the thing is, as much as we joke and we fuck up and we say things, because also this year for the best mispronunciation category, it's, Turn and I are the only people nominated. Because we fucking it's suck at speaking, as evidenced by right now. But, uh... <laughs> The other thing, though, is that genuinely uh, there are some wonderful points that are made. And, like, I think about there's some things that I carried with me through life, honestly. Like, when that time on season one, when Jericho Blue talked about how Mad people hate Madonna because she takes sex away from men, how no one ever fucks her, she fucks that dick. Like, that was just such an impactful, wonderful moment in and of itself. And so we kind of gathered them up right now. And, Taryn, I believe you're the one that's going to be opening the envelope on this Indeed. one here. Yes, uh, for best. Mm -hmm. Genuine insight, and also nominated here, I will say, is our Susan Lucci of the Charities, which is Nicholas Shoda. Multiple nominee has yet to win. We'll see what happens. I don't know what that means. So, so, I, I do know what that okay, means. Okay, well, explain to it to us, <laughs> and Tesco. Not really. Oh, but like, <laughs> I don't want to admit openly, how deeply, how much I know what that means, but uh, but millennials stick with us. Susan Lucci was a thing. She didn't win awards. You, you get the message. She was a date. She was a soap opera actress. Yes. Uh, and she was nominated, I believe, eighteen times for best actress. Never won until like it was like two thousand five or whatever. She finally won. So that's what people when they say Susan yes. Lucci, that's Got what it, it means. Okay. So, long story short, yeah. here's best genuine insight. <laughs> best genuine insight. Best genuine insight. The nominees for best genuine insight are Ned O'Reilly from the Steely Dan episode. I need to throw out there that. These are, you know, 50 and 60 year old men singing these songs. So it doesn't shock me at all that you don't care about that or even are incensed by it. It makes perfect sense because, you know, me commenting on the passing of shopping malls in America as a sad thing, mm -hmm. you know, means something because I was there when Woodfield opened 350 stores <laughs> in 1975. Yeah. And that was a huge deal culturally. Yeah. Now people don't give a shit about shopping malls, but yeah. for, for decades it mattered a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're of that era. Taryn O'Reilly from Whitney Houston, part two. And then, by complete random happenstance, I brought up a clip of a TV show she was on where she performed You Give Good Love. Ah, oh, the, you the, know the one the we're Johnny about. Carson show performance. Yes. yes. Sorry. And and the no, thing, I mean that is the correct. The, when we oh my god, the last like minute of that song, I was full on getting hype. Yeah. I was like like a fucking gorilla, like yes. crab walking from yeah. side to side. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, fuck! Like yeah. yes. I like stood up out of my chair and started jumping. Like 
that's how much it was because blowing me away. Her voice, her control, the I mean, the fact that it's not the fact that she can hit the notes because Mariah Carey can hit the notes and fuck her. And I know you love her, Nick, but seriously, fuck her. But like, legitimately, <laughs> it's not the fact that she can hit the notes. It's the fact that ease, the control, and the gorgeous way she just rolls them it's out. It's so effortless. And like, as as someone who has had some vocal lessons, I know what to look for. And I just like, she's hitting every goddamn mark. She's fully supporting yeah. her vowels are beautiful and open and like it's just it's absolutely stunning and that's as as that performance was ending and the audience was clapping and like the next video was loading up i was like not a single one of her studio recordings does her justice nicholas showed up from the whitney houston minisode i just i want to uh, come back to the idea that her musicianship is underrated. That has always and forever been my... Define musicianship in this case. Well, so we think about as a technically the, these big vocalists yeah. as just that, as vocalists. We don't think about them in the context of their musicianship. But when you hear people talk about working with her and her ability to interpret music and her ability to take songs and make them their own, that is musicianship that we, we tend to discount. Mm. And I think that so much of the criticism that she received in her career was all about the fact that, like, yeah, other people wrote and produced her songs. Sure, great. Um, but that greatly undervalues what she brought to the table, which was so much. And somebody asked her at one point, you know, when are you going to produce? And she said, well, when I step in, into the booth I produce my vocals nobody tells me how how or what to sing that's me and I think that that's a lesson in how we should view singers they are it's not just I'm gonna park and bark my pants off it's about intention and feeling and really finding your way into a song and what's so the reason that I love her so much and why she's been so enduring in my life is that you can find so many different interpretations from her of the same song. Evan Soddy and Taryn O'Reilly from the White Stripes episode. And so this debut album is very raw. And the thing is that, like, I it was Taryn had amazing insights all fucking week while we were listening during research week. And one of my favorites was, I'm just like, especially because I wasn't as familiar with the first two albums in particular, there's a lot of really Zeppelin-y moments on here. And the thing is that I'm just like, it's just so, you know, like, so heavy and like, I get mistaken. Like, sometimes the vocal screeches and sometimes, and then Taryn's like, you realize it's like, it's not really a Zeppelin imitation. They're both pulling from the same sources oh, of blues. Like, dude, yeah. Dude. They're, they're oh both, my God. They're Thank both you. like, just... A lot of these songs are just, it's straight up blues, and it happens to sound like Led Zeppelin because they're yes. both using, like, really screechy guitar noises. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And, and, I'm, and obviously Jack White loves Zeppelin. I don't, I'm not contesting that. Yeah. But I don't think that, you, you can't say that he's, like, copying Zeppelin's, I mean, you can sometimes when he goes acoustic, <laughs> but... On especially these blues moments, yeah. that that's really what just what it is. It's just straight up blues, and it's yeah. it, you you can't credit Zeppelin with that alone. Right. Evan Soddy from the Bjork Minisode. Yeah. Um, as much as we hated on Biophilia, there there were some good things that came out of it. I thought the live performances were great. The instruments, the apps, which I've never personally. Nope 
like played around with, but they sounded cool. I've heard some people like rave about the apps, and it's just like I, I mean, I get that, but also like you can't do that at the expense of crafting a, a cohesive album. It was you know? a super ambitious album, and it was almost gimmicky. It's uh-huh. like this song is about the Big Bang, so I'm gonna write ly- lyrics about the Big Bang, and that's really not very clever. Well, and also that's the one where you talked about how there were mu- uh, instruments that were specifically tailored for that, like her creating a music box very specifically for Venus as a boy, or uh, was that Pagan Poetry? Sorry, it was, yeah, poetry. yeah uh, it was getting, I was getting that mixed up. Uh, but like that one, like okay, cool, like that's I mean I dig that. I'm I'm a part of that. But her creating out you know instruments very specifically for Biophilia and two things about that. One, they sound like instruments that already exist. I don't know where the distinct and unique textures come in, honestly, on that album. And two, more to the point, I don't care how many fucking instruments you make. It doesn't matter if you don't tie them into a song. Like, that's, like, my biggest, like, complaint about any time an artist is just like, we're gonna do something, like, out there crazy. I'm like, you could do whatever textural experience you like. It has to still be musically cohesive. Yeah. The Lol Dardai from the Weezer episode. Feels like Summer legitimately marketed differently could have been a top 40 hit last year. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. Okay, yeah. But I mean, it feels very radio. But that's another one. Right. Yeah. It sounds like fucking Maroon 5. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that happens a couple times on this album where it's just like, again, it doesn't matter that it's Weezer. It could be literally any band, mm-hmm. any... I. I feel like there's nothing on Pacific Daydream that Fountains of Wayne hasn't done better. Yeah! <laughs> yes! There <we> go. Yes! <laughs> Ending with a short one. Yep. That's good. Yep. Well, I hope our listeners made it through that and didn't click away. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, no, I mean, I, I legitimately, I actually, before I open the envelope, uh-huh. I would like to hear what each of you think is the best option from this category. Because it's tough, right? It is. And I honestly would say uh, you talking about White Stripes Led Zeppelin influence, how they just basically derive from the same source, and that's mm-hmm. not something that's really expressed. I love that point. That was one of my favorite points that you made, and just was so next level beyond. And I was just, I was very impressed, and I thought it was great, personally. I uh, mean, Bilal was still funny, but like, that's great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm glad we got to talk about Fenton's Wayne at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I've always, I appreciate it. Uh, I really loved, um, the, the, the Whitney Houston podcast cause it kind of, uh, ripped, uh, brought somebody off a pedestal into like a real, let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's take a look at the actual musician and here and the body of work as opposed to just, well, obviously Whitney's a God. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, that's, and Shona does that every time we have a voice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was wonderful. But also then going into the musicianship aspect of it of like, oh no, Whitney is kind of a god actually really mm-hmm. like the body of work is is a body of work but like the person is uh, and i love mariah carey don't get me wrong <laughs> don't don't hate the hustle she's been doing it for you know 30 years or whatever yeah. like go for it like i can't but like so what do you think of glitter Oh, it's it's a magical movie that no one should watch sober uh, <laughs> listen uh we didn't yeah good. watch it sober good. i mean i don't think anyone did <laughs> yeah Anywho, so now we get down to the moment, Taryn. All right. Opening the envelope. Big. Can't believe you keep doing this. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, so smooth. I'm an ASMR guru. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. The winner is. <laughs> the winner of Best Genuine Insight is. 
No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Um, okay. So the, winner, the winner of Best Genuine Insight is... Me and Evan on the White Stripes. Hey! Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be weird when you are giving away an award that's, and you also, it's for yourself. That's you part know? of yeah. why I asked is yeah. because I was yeah. like, I mean. It was a good point. No, and I, I, I did legitimately almost give it to Nick Shoda. Yeah. Just like last time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Susan Lucci, yes. you son yeah. of a bitch. Always the bridesmaid. I know, All it's right. okay. There's, he's got other chances. He's got other chances. Yeah, he's, he's, he's nominated out. a lot. I was more surprised to learn that when we invited Teske for the Charties last time, he he told us he had a very different idea of what he thought the oh, evening yeah. was going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had no idea what it was going to be. Uh, I thought this was going to be a best of, like, let's roll through, let's have everybody come and talk about their favorite, you know, a retrospection. A yeah. clip show. Like a round table? Yeah, yeah. maybe a round table. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a party. I showed up and no one else was here. Um, I, th- I thought it was clear that, like, we want you to co-host this stupid thing with us. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, so there was a lot of, you know, uh, all the prep work that I had gone in, had gone into it was like, you know, haha, I'm going to participate with a large group of people and we're going to have a lot of fun. Not like we're co-hosting, so like, I, you know, I didn't do the tap dance uh, rehearsals that I did this year. Right, um, yeah, and I appreciate you know. that. By the way, that's coming up real soon. Yes, yes, uh, if you do the Facebook live stream. Um, <laughs> yeah, by the way. I was about to yeah. say, yeah. yeah, tap dancing makes for scintillating podcasts. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> I can tell you both tap dance. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your what's your tap dance go to song, Tusky? Uh, my tap dance go to song is, of course, Halo. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's also my like by Beyonce. <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, how... oh, mine of course is Candle in the Wind. Right. I feel like that should be pretty <laughs> obvious. Shuffle off the right. buffalo. Shuffle off the buffalo. Uh, speaking of, before any that continues any further, most shocking reveal is a category. I'll be opening on it. It's real short. Here, listen. The nominees for Most Shocking Reveal are from the Steely Dan episode, Taryn O'Reilly. But honestly, like, the one thing is that, like, there are, like, Taryn and I, we have all the most polar, we hate this album, admittedly, but we have polar opposites of which songs we don't like. Sure. I kind of like The Last Mall, begrudgingly so. I fucking hate The Last (laughs) Mall. I hate it. I like The Last Mall. I hate it. From Whitney Houston, part two. Nicholas showed up. This is an unpopular opinion. I and I okay, God, get ready. Whitney, I love you. God rest your He's soul. He's doing the cross fingers. Um, I hate the greatest love of all. <gasps> what? I'm so shocked. I'm shocked. I, I am. I'm, I'm sorry. Shocked. From Harry Nilsson, Part One, J.C. Shakota. Kind of an attempt by him to like make a pop album from '76. Okay. Um, whereas he was sort of doing a little bit more idiosyncratic stuff in a couple of years before that, and I just don't think it works. Yeah. I just don't think the material's there. You know, it's a I, like, I like yeah. I like Moonshine Bandit because that's one of the you two songs like he wrote. Moonshine yeah, Bandit. I, yeah. Moonshine Bandit <laughs> might be up for like worst Harry Nelson song yeah. for me. I'll... From Tom Petty, Part One, Taryn O'Reilly. So, I mean, the thing is, like, it's basically, if we're not talking about those other two albums, it's like this or, like, Long After Dark for me. Like, I don't have strong particular feelings. I am like, going to fight you hard. Oh, on Long really? After Dark, actually. That's, okay. That's, Long After Dark is pretty high for me. Really? We can talk wow. about it now if you want to. <laughs> okay, well, wait, wait, before you do anything else. From Tom, Tom Petty, Petty, Part 1, also, also Taryn O'Reilly. 
when I when I first got it, when I had all the albums, and I saw the cover, and it's this you know guy you know sewing you know sewing fields, and then there's you know it's called Southern Accents. I was like, oh, it's gonna be like his you know other side of town. It's gonna be his Nebraska by Bruce Springsteen, his acoustic Southern roots, whatever. No, it's this fucking weird ass fucking psychedelic bullshit. Mary's got a brand new car. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> fucking love that song. I How? do. I do. I really How? like that song. And uh, you know what? From the St. Vincent Minnesota, Bobby Evans. I, who else would they would have would they have gotten though? Who Paul McCartney do a song on that level? I mean, at Wasn't this point, that, yes, because yeah. he's done songs with fucking everyone at this point. Yeah, he's a fame whore. Yeah. I think that he did do a song with them. Yeah. But can we talk about Paul McCartney's thing. new song? I just want to fuck you. Is that real? Yes. Yeah, produced by Ryan Tedder. P H O. No. No. What? Oh yeah, I'm dude. scandalized. Oh, dude, dude, it's. <laughs> 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 what a fun little category. <laughs> Just so many great... Yeah. I, I love <laughs> Nico's How? <laughs> How is that possible? Yeah. So funny. Yeah. Teske, you wanted to... It looks like you wanted to say something about fuck you. Oh, I would absolutely listen to a song about Vietnamese soup. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, done by Vietnamese which, like, which at this point, he might be doing because I mean, who the fuck knows? I mean, The song not? is like, I literally want to fuck you right now. That's like the actual song. It's like, Paul... Listen, I know, listen, Cialis is great, it's a cheaper right. alternative, but like, <laughs> right. damn dude, you know, like, I mean, the thing, uh, and the, I guess the biggest thing about that song is that, you know, old people can be horny, that's the thing, we old, keep forgetting about it, but like, you know, legitimately. I never Lessons from the chartographers, old people can be horny. <laughs> We're gonna put that on the t-shirt. ASMR. <laughs> old people can be horny. <laughs> you could, you could. I couldn't finish it. You couldn't even get through that. I couldn't finish it. All right, I'll go over the That's yeah. gonna be really hard to audio level. Uh, okay. it's yes. fine. <laughs> it's a, this ain't coming out for a little bit. I'm taking some time on this. For the record, we'll talk about this later. We're taking a goddamn break after this goddamn thing, yes. like a real trill deal. True deal. A trill deal. <laughs> a real trill deal. It. Shit, trail. It's quite trail. Very trail. Okay. And the oh. winner is the most shocking reveal is. Terrell Riley from Mary's got a brand new car! <laughs> Only because the how that Nico Pasca shouts is so vitriolic and um, astonished and amazed. I'll and take just, it. Yeah. I'll take it. I, I also thought that both of your reactions to me liking Long After Dark was <laughs> pretty that good. Was pretty, yeah. That was solid. Yeah, sounds pretty good. <sighs> but I also, the great thing is that I actually have two envelopes in my hand because the next one is one of our big categories. Best Terran one-liner. And Terran, you like these, too, because I feel like sometimes when you listen to the back to the podcast, you sometimes have told me you're well, like, I was drunk. or Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes I listen back to it and I just go, oh, I had such better words to make that point, but mm-hmm. I was two whiskeys in, so instead it sounds like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and especially sometimes I sometimes I can't finish the minisodes. I won't even lie to you because we get <laughs> we get fucked up sometimes. Yeah, but wait till our top five comic moment countdown though. Let me tell I you, am, it I is am, exciting. I am a, a fan of you. You did a great job pulling options for this. So oh, thank you. Well, I'm excited for this one too. Let's just jump right in. Best Terran one liner. Let's do it. The nominees for best Terran one liner are. From the Outcast episode. 
Then you have uh, Rooster, who is, you know, he's the pimp. He's the guy that's, you know, doing all the alcohol running back then. And now he's a club owner. And then Terrence Howard's the villain to just shoot people and be a character named Trumpy. Like, it's a whole thing, guys. It really is. Paula Patton's wonderful. It's basically just, it's just Moulin Rouge in Atlanta with more shootings. Yeah. And nowhere near as good. From the Outcast miniseries. Because I swear, I'm like, where, where are they going with this? Like, what's the segue? Why why did you just choose to have this? <sighs> yeah. Because they were both fathers fairly early on in their careers. So, yeah. like, I get it, but, like, stop. Yeah. What? <laughs> stop. I get it, but stop. <laughs> like, uh, like, Beyonce yeah. keeps putting Blue Ivy on shit, and I'm like, yo, she's four. <laughs> this <laughs> isn't interesting. Also, from the Outcast Minisode. Why did Outcast break up? The fame. I think, uh... The fame specifically to Andre? I think it's like... No, the Lady Erica Badu. album. It yeah. was, it was Erica Badu. Oh, shit. Badu, Yoko, that shit. <laughs> it was Erica Badu. Yeah. From the Weezer episode. Opening song in there, um, if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to, the Butch Walker co-write, that yeah. was like, the first, it feels like a song. It feels sure. like there's like enthusiasm. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a hook in it. Yeah. There's a hook in it. I really like I'm Your Daddy, and not just because it has the word daddy in it. Um, <laughs> From the Weezer mini-sode. Uh, I feel like I feel like Rivers sees himself as a John Lennon when in fact he's a Paul McCartney and just can't admit that to himself. But no, <laughs> that's what I think. He's a Ringo. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> he's a Ringo and he can't admit it to himself. Yeah. From the Saint Vincent miniseries. Uh, there was kind of just like no real discussions about it for a while, but I guess because she's had two songs on the Twilight soundtracks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, over the course of time. Oh, the man. one with Bonnie yeah. Vera is actually really good. Yeah. It's called Rosalind, which is I think one of the characters' names. I don't really care. I but... just I just made the connection that she did music for those soundtracks and then dated that person. Kristen Wait, Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Oh God. Oh, she did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember right. being really mad when I found that out because like I'm not the biggest case. Stu fans. So I was like, Annie, Ew. you can do better. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of you just saying case to <laughs> Exactly. Doesn't she? <laughs> I love I love the, the funky transition yeah. music that yeah. we've got going. Well, when I have so many more categories, I don't want to keep reusing the, just same, the same stuff. Yeah. And ironically, we talked about, well, the, the one for that last one was uh, that jazzy thing was by uh, Action Figure Party which was kind of a one-off album from like 2001 or so. It's kind of like this jazz pop kind of experiment thing done by the guy who we know today as Greg Kirsten. Oh. Uh, he put it together like Flea plays bass on it, like a whole bunch of other people. There's like two vocal tracks. It's primarily like jazz pop instrumentals. Like yeah, it's an interesting thing. That sounds little like thing. something Greg Kirsten would I know, do. before he produced <laughs> fucking Fayou by Paul McCartney. Yeah. So yeah, it just all ties together. Listen, I'm proud of the guy. I interviewed him once. Really nice guy, but like... Blood. Before he, also... he wrote Hello for Adele, yeah. for I... example. Yeah, exactly. But listen, he has his millions. Although, we saw, uh, I think we saw Burn the Bee live. When yeah, he, was he just... wasn't there. He wasn't there. except Because he, he was too busy producing, producing number ones for all superstars. these other people. Right, yeah. exactly. So, as it is. But either way, Taryn, you had a very good run this year. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, Tesky, do you have any favorites out of this? Oh, he uh, absolutely is a Ringo. 
Uh, I 100% uh, believe that. That, that like, hurt, struck me right where I live. Uh, <laughs> in my home, yeah. in my house, on my living room. I think I shouted, um, that, yes, he is, of course! And, which was awkward because I was on the train when I heard that. So, um, you shout a lot on trains, though. I do. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> Escorting off of trains, a podcast. <laughs> I love that. Anywho, uh, so, anyway, Katarin, it's your big moment. The winner is... I got a... <laughs> it's like a bra. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Quality that joke radio. is not going to read. Nope, it's not. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I just pulled it out, and I got to be honest, Teskey was right. He's a Ringo from yes. the Weezer episode. <laughs> Jared <laughs> O'Reilly. Thank you. Here you go. Yes. Here's your award. Here's your award. I just handed you an actual award, a physical yeah. award. Right, yes. yes. Right. And not it, two pieces of... It's, 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 it's and like, it kind of looks like a bra. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, right. Um, I want to thank Ringo Starr. Um, <laughs> Who probably does listen to this podcast. I don't want to thank Rivers Cuomo. Was that um, the hardest journey for you this season? Was the Weezer journey? No. The Weezer journey, um, not necessarily my favorite of mm-hmm. the journeys we went on, but I it was fine. Um, no, the, I, uh, I'm almost afraid to say it on mic because I feel like people are going to hate me for it, but my least favorite journey was probably white stripes i i just it's just not my jam it's just not my jam it's just a little too um atonal atonal for me and i respect the artistry and absolutely understand why he is a genius and popular and respected but i just songs that you like yeah that's with any journey you know like three yeah um <laughs> but it's just not like of all of the artists we did this year, I had far and away the fewest takeaways where I was like, "Oh, I love this song. I, I'm always gonna want." Kind of like me with Guster this season, which is fair. Yeah, and the thing yeah. is that like I come out of it with more Guster songs that I knew about and therefore liked than I did going into it. But also of all the artists that we've done, they're like they're a band. Uh, you know, yes, like it they're was, the most. Yeah. They're the most just. They're a band. Yeah. But hey, guess what? We have a commercial break coming up afterwards. Junglies and Tessie's going to do we his tap We have a commercial number. break? We do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people want to have their podcast plugs like put in there. Right, So it's yeah. just like, and I'm happy to support other people's podcasts. Totally. J- Tessie, okay. don't you have a podcast coming up? Uh, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> no. No, I don't. You know, I, feel like no. You would, I feel like you just detailing your life stories would be enough for a podcast, I honestly. Mean, yeah, but the people on the bus get that enough, <laughs> as it is. <laughs> as mentioned, which yeah. is why you're frequently invited off the why bus. Why it's right. called escorting on right. the bus. I, I jungle and Tesky journey. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, in that case, uh, stick around. We got a little bit more coming up and glory. Coming up, we'll have the nominees for most memorable off-topic tangent, most memorable artist impression, and so much more. Hey, this is Kyle Hawk from It's All Dead, a podcast about the music we love and why we love it. Our show is a free-flowing conversation featuring a rotating cast of guests, including musicians, music journalists, and music enthusiasts, sharing how the music is still alive and well. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and then come visit us at itsalldead.com. I 
fucking an old-timey musical. Yeah, I mean, you kind of are. Yeah. I mean, it's, we're celebrating the glitz and glam of Hollywood podcasting. So, you know. Right? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. Everyone has a Katya has a podcast. Uh, other people who are famous have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. That was the okay. Yeah, that, that was the best. Cool, cool drag race reference you're for doing all you fans. You're out doing there. great, baby. Yeah. You didn't even induct Gleason Tusky. Well, that's because it's coming up after this yeah. next category. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so thanks for spoiling the almost surprise of the biggest event of his life. Which I, is about I to didn't happen. use words. That's true. Anyway, you have a big surprise coming up. Tusky. Oh, cool. The biggest I, surprise I that's ever happened to your life. You're yeah, getting induced. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna drop some yes. acid and you're yes. gonna do the rest of the podcast yes. as is. Uh, you're good. pregnant. Yes. And having a baby right going. now. That's where I was going. I think the chair you've been sitting on, there's a semination device yes. right oh, there. Good. So oh, oh my God. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on you. Speaking Fool me twice. of worst Evan intro as a category and uh, <laughs> <laughs> flawless. <laughs> flawless transition. <laughs> <laughs> That, is a, that was a perfect example of what we're about to celebrate. Because, yeah. I mean, we had it last year, but Taryn is very good at mocking and pointing out some of the stupid things I say during my intro. Well, this you year, didn't say so much stupid shit, <laughs> I wouldn't have to mock you This year it. is That's a very science. good crop of nominees, yeah. I will say. So let's just break it out right now. Worst of Remarkably, an intro. Remarkably, you have become even more unhinged than before. <laughs> It's, uh, it shows that I'm uh, maturing, you know, on schedule. Here we go! <laughs> the nominees for the Worst Evan Intro are... From Whitney Houston, Part 1. We're talking about the one, the only, an artist whose career peak was probably in the year 2000 when they were nominated for favorite song from a film at the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. <laughs> That's right, guys. <laughs> we're talking about Whitney, Whitney Houston. Houston. From the Bjork episode. It is a music-loving podcast for music-loving people where we take every single album by a particular artist and we rank it from worst to first. It's what we do. It's what we have always done. I can't tell if I hate this more or less than when you're like, Hello! <laughs> Screaming the like Transographers! <laughs> from Harry Nilsson, part one. Uh, we don't have so. we don't have guests in the studio today. No, 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 no. We don't have guests. We have people who I think have been on enough episodes. They're the echelon of Chartographers All Stars. Oh, are we still doing this? <laughs> Just add some echo. That's what I do. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, don't worry. It'll show up in post. It's the only effect we can afford. From Harry Nilsson, Part Two. Listen to the Chartographers, music loving podcast, music loving people, worst first thing that we do, ranking albums. It's fun, it's great, you should join us. Except, you know, unless you know something about something. If you don't know anything, then why? Stay away from us. What the fuck are you <laughs> even saying? <laughs> so from Jay Z, part one. And the thing is, Jay-Z, man, let me tell you, born in Brooklyn, grew up, didn't actually finish high school because he was actually got involved in uh, slinging rock and actually legitimately used that as a way to actually get his career going <laughs> Never on. sounded whiter. <laughs> slinging rock? Have you ever slung the rock before? From, From Billy, Billy Joel, Joel, part one. 
if we're talking about all the albums of Billy Joel, we should probably talk about that uh, person with the matted hair and it's a wig, actually. They look like they're a person wearing fancy clothes in the room. The classical album that is Fantasies and Delusions. No. What the fuck was that I'm, I'm putting I'm putting a damper on that album right what, now. What? I got I, it. It was very poorly articulated. For anyone who has it. no idea what you're talking about, that was just like a mire of confusion. Like, what? Which is also an accurate description I of mean, Fantasies and Delusions. Okay, yes, okay. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, that's a tough category. How come? How come of all the categories, the one that gets like this contemplative piano <laughs> transition music is you being a dumbass? Like that should have been the it music. Was, it was comedy. Yeah. That should yeah. have been the music for like best genuine insight. It was a maybe. comedic contrast. Mm, I wanted uh-huh. to do that for the uh, right. Any this, my transition music is not getting a category. So Shh. this year. <laughs> The winner of Worst Evan Terry intro. just angrily <laughs> opening the envelope on this one. I mean, He's endured so much, you this guys. This is a tight race, because there's some garbage yeah. here. <laughs> but I think the true winner has got to be whatever was happening in Stay Away From Us. Yes. Was that the Harry Nilsson? Yes, it was. Too? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I agree. No, I fully agree. Like, if we're going, not, I mean, not only is it very funny, but also, like, quite literally one of the worst things you've ever said, because it's just, okay. Yeah. Uh, I love when you told people to stop listening to the podcast and leave. <laughs> it's a very good way of bringing in new listeners right. to the podcast. <laughs> Ah, well, hey, that Unless was fun. Unless you don't own up and then you get, you know, stay, get away from us. And then if you do notice something, get, you know, get the something. Well, the, right, you know, the best part about that was at the very end, you could hear J.C. Chicago going, Harry! Because he kept doing that. He was celebrating <laughs> Harry Nilsson throughout you it. You should do a super cut of every time, of every time J.C. goes, Harry! Because he did it like eight times. It's like, stop. You know, like, he was celebrating Harry Nilsson. I get it, whatever. But hey, listen, so we talk about, I did joke about it, but this is the season where we're just like, Chartographers All-Stars! Because people that have been on three episodes or more, like, Every, every new episode we do, we're trying out a new guest, and uh, some guests come into the studio, and they're, like, still trying to figure out, you know, what to say opinion-wise, how to deal with Taryn and I's personalities, because we are very domineering personalities, mm-hmm. but then there are people that Sometimes come... Sometimes it's hard for us to shut up and let our guests talk. Yeah, no. and that, which is a fault on... <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Thank you for your vote of confidence. <laughs> But the thing is, is that every once in a while, the people that do have insight that are fun to be with and we enjoy having them on time and time again, they are all-stars. If you've been on three episodes or more, you're an all-star. And guess what? Since it's over two hours of work between the Charties Part 1 and the Charties Part 2, I think we can now say that John Gleason Teske is officially a Chartographer's All-Star! Star! Star! Congratulations. That's Thank you. What to, what say. But no, we, I mean, we've had you on enough because you're so good. You are a fan. We, I love your insight. And as much as this is like a dumb, stupid thing to celebrate ourselves or whatever, you're funny and you cut us down and I appreciate that. I mean, but That's also good. though, the first one we did is one of our most played episodes. It is. It's one of our 20, 20 so, most played episodes. That'd be 107 that we've done so far. 107. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. That's bonkers. Yeah. This is an accomplishment of a podcast. I know. Uh, yeah. And- well, I, well, the great thing is that like, I was mentioning it to you like, hey, would you come on and be on our podcast he's like cool can you maybe do me a favor and jump on my friend's podcast uh because uh it was it was like this is like a 13 hour call-in show podcast that's largely improvised or something or whatever sounds like my nightmares and so well i i and and he gave a listen he gave me the link to it and i listened to it i'm just like oh this is uh 
To be fair, I hadn't listened to it before I sent the link. Before you recommended it. Um, yeah, I, did. I, I was not there. Yeah. Um, lovely, wonderful people. Great I think people. Weed was involved in the making of that podcast. Yeah. So, anywho, long story short, the Chartographers, guests that we have, the classic timers, they have great one-liners as well. We love them for it. So, uh, Teske, you are now officially an all-star, so you get to be the person to open the envelope on the category of Best Chartographers All-Star One-Liner. <sighs> The nominees for Best Chartographer's All-Star One-Liner are J.C. Shakoda from the Steely Dan episode. No, I, I hear that, but... <laughs> I know what you're saying. I think if you actually listen to it another, like, 200 times like I have... <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Shoda from Whitney Houston, Part 2. Specifically, the original was the greatest love of all, sure. and her version is greatest love of all. So wait, you oh. don't believe? Wait, wait, sure. Are you saying that you don't believe the children are our future? You won't teach them well and let them lead? Uh, not if I have to lead them over a Casio keyboard. <laughs> that, was, um, that was almost listen, a joke. No, I, I'll just just I. I... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tara. Thank you. <laughs> John Harvey from Harry Nilsson, part one. Like, I, I think that his whole career would have been better off if he had just never tried to go tropical. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing. He, like, oh, he was, yeah. He, like, yeah, well, it's weird is that he goes from being, like, super unique to kind of being this weird amalgam between, like, Jimmy Buffett and Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what happens to him. I hadn't put it into those words before, but you are so correct. Shannon White from Jay-Z, part one. Shannon, can we have a moment right Yes. Now? What, what do you think of On to the Next One? I, oh my God, I'm so tired of that damn song. I hate that song. I, I, that's like, <laughs> I... And the thing is, I don't necessarily hate the beat. But it's just like... I love that like, song. Do I you? Feel, I, I hate do. that I song. Feel, Taryn hates it just with an absolute passion. Yeah. I hate it. I, no, I know. I hate it. I'm I, podcast. I hate it. Chartographers listening. I hate that song. Like, please know that I do not like that song. If that yeah. song was a person, I would not like that person. Right. Oh, like, wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fair. Bobby Evers from the Saint Vincent episode. So the Johnny trilogy, for those who don't know, it starts with uh, "Marry Me," this title track from the debut album, which is "Marry Me, John." Marry me, John. Marry me, John. Be so good to you. We should put out a record. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a cover his record. A Saint yeah. Vincent covers record. It'll be called "Drunk Feist." <laughs> <laughs> and again, Bobby Evers from the Saint Vincent episode. What you doing? I forgot to do that. I forgot to do that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. My favorite part about that one is it's not even really part of the episode. Right. It was like right. like the mic happened to be on while we were getting ready. And I put it at the tag, yeah. Oh. There are listen, there are some great ones across the board here. Uh, look, uh, team, I think it, it, everybody should understand that it's an honor just to be nominated in this category. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Ooh, ooh, it is tough. Uh, <laughs> uh, there are some tears. I remember the tears of, of experiencing these uh, for the first time. They were literal, literal tears. 
Um, but I I, I'm it. pretty sure I know what it's gonna be. I mean, I mean yeah, me too. But well, let's, well, let's, let's see. Yeah, yeah, holes. We don't want it. You can't yeah. be sure bet. My Vegas odds are twenty-eight to one on this. Uh, yes, uh, I was on a train. Uh, I was on an Amtrak train when I heard "Drunk Feist" for the first time, and I shouted "Drunk Feist" uh, in the quiet car, and I got looks. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, you gotta stop doing that. I gotta stop doing that. Yeah, stop making good content, and I'll stop God shouting in public oh, transit. Oh, called our uh, podcast good. Uh, yeah, okay, content. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> far more better. Yeah. Uh, far, far more better. Anyway, I have this uh, beautiful, shiny, gilded uh, envelope, envelope with here. sparkles on it. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel bad ripping it. It's just yeah. put so much money into yeah. it. And you can't even yeah. see it. It's a podcast. That's right. the worst part. Right? Why they spend yeah. $800 to get 12 envelopes? If you if you uh, pay for the premium subscription and get the Facebook Live, mm-hmm. you know, you'll see. You'll also see yeah. that we're all nude. <laughs> Right. Well, right. Underneath our clear suits. As yes. Yeah, I yeah mean, clear tux. Yeah, trendsetter, jungly Sintesky. I was about to call right. him John Fashion Tesky for some reason. Like, Ooh, that's, yeah. John Fashion Tesky. <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> Open the goddamn envelope. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, the best all-star one-liner 2018, 2019, whatever this podcast it's comes be 2018 out is because that's when it was all released. Oh yeah. So, yeah Good. Twenty eighteen is. Shannon White, if this song was a person. Oh my god. I mean, oh my come god. on. Oh my god. How could it not be? Podcast listeners. <laughs> but, I do not like that song. Know that. Yeah. If that song was a person, I would not like that place. Just every part of it is just so. It was the best way to describe anything ever. Oh. Uh, Shannon oh. spoke to my heart with that I know. one. I that love was, Shannon so that much. That's why he's an all-star, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he and also he's just so enthusiastic every time he comes in, too. He's, like, so He brings stoked. so much knowledge, yeah. I know. Well, he talked about what he wanted to maybe do his own podcast, and I'm, like, 100% behind that. For like, sure. I will subscribe and yeah. listen to the Shannon White podcast if that does come to be. So people have started podcasts who've been, been on here before, and I love that. I still think, you know... <laughs> so uh, best memorable off-topic tangent. I mean, it's we we try and you know speak about the album somewhat, but sometimes weird phrases or stories or other things get in the way. Let's jump right to it, guys. Let's make it happen. Here we go. The nominees for most memorable off-topic tangent are from the Outcast mini-soap, Zarek Badugu. Okay, here's the first one I want to address here. Oh, he's got okay. a list. Uh, he said that his least favorite Kendrick song is my favorite Kendrick song. Which is what? what? The Spiteful Chant. That is my jam. If I if I ever walk in a room and have like a, a spectacular entrance, it would be... Like if you were doing like a WWE oh, entrance. I, my pro yeah. wrestling entrance. <laughs> dog, I will break this shit down right, right now. You, you thought about it. This is, <laughs> no, I, I made this in WWE 2K like 2014. Like... I made this like it's it's me in a robe. It's coming out with those horns at that Ric Flair style entrance. Bump, Ric Flair drop. Yeah. yeah, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. My arms are spreading out. The robe's going, and then like right when that beat hit, boom, I'm going big. That's when like the the fucking fireworks start drizzling <laughs> behind me. It's that gold curtain behind me. That classic uh, old oh, school yeah, wrestling yeah, thing. Yeah. And then like right when it starts hitting like two, like right when it starts hitting there. I rip off the thing and I just hit hit the fucking ramp. Like I uh-huh. just run down to the ring. From the George Michael miniseries, Carmen Barnes. Like it was basically to me like when he came out, uh, it was the same feeling when Rosie O'Donnell came out. Like, well, duh. <laughs> but I'm sorry, anyone took it from them. Yeah. So you know, 
that sucks for sure. Mm-hmm. Like even though my mother knew and tried to tell me first, um, <laughs> <laughs> I would come home like I got I have something to tell you. It was because I got straight A's, and she's like, "Are you gay?" <laughs> we really? Oh. Did yes. that really happen? Yes. Oh my god. So I I waited <laughs> longer to tell her just out of spite because I didn't want her to be the one to tell me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Also from the George Michael Minisode, Carmen Barnes. I loved when we were watching the behind the music. It showed a poster from their from Wham's first American tour, <laughs> and it was called Wamerica. <laughs> Isn't that bad? It's so. I think that might be my hashtag for my wedding. I think that might be. Yes! <laughs> please, please do please that. Please make it Wamerica. Right. Yeah. Just... From Harry Nilsson Part Two, John Hart. But, like, I remember also you guys talking about one of the worst things in history was that documentary about the Eagles and them talking about... <laughs> oh, no, worst thing. No, I recommend everybody watch it because it's fucking terrible. And how and it's, ama- to- it's amazing. It's you, like if you mo- hate the Eagles, you'll hate them even Because more. it's, like, it's the most awesomely uninteresting documentary I've ever watched. Like, they think it's, like, this cool story, and it's not, and it's amazing. And you're talking about how, like, they told these stories of how these song titles came about, you know, like, they're describing... Like, I was driving down the highway with Don Henley, and all of a sudden he just starts flooring it to 90, 100, 110, and I look at him like, hey, Don, what are you doing? And he just turns to me and says, life in the fast lane. Life in the fast lane. From Tom Petty, part one, Nico Pasca. But just out of curiosity, what would you nominate as the worst Tom Petty album? Like a bloated raccoon? Uh... Weird heard the last DJ to come out in 2002 and to be this, like, just scathing, just like, fuck you, to the industry. And it's weird, guys. It's really it weird. It really is. Uh, yeah, bloated raccoon weird. Like, it's definitely on. From St. Vincent, Bobby Evans. She did a cross-stitch of St. Vincent. Uh, <laughs> I already like where this is going. With, like, the hair and the, the everything. And uh, I think she posted it on Instagram and St. Vincent used it as the, like, backstage pass VIP things for, like, the the people, the, yeah, the, the staff. Yeah. And um, so that was, like, a huge thing for her. But I think that the, the sad note was that, like, she didn't, like, credit her. She just, like, did it. Oh. It was like, oh... I mean, I'm, I'm honored, but also just like give me a shout out. So then once I saw the cross stitch, I was like, I commissioned her to cross stitch me one that was her holding a guitar with the save me from what I want thing to like give as a gift. Because like that's, I don't know, that that is an interesting thing to hang in your home to remind yeah. yourself to save you from what you want. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Good. That's the most Bobby story I've ever heard. <laughs> Please commission a cross stitch. A cross stitch for emotional chastity. Can you do that for me? That'd be great. From Billy Joel, part one. Price is out. I know. I uh, went to, um, I'm uh, here in Chicago for the weekend, and um, there's a, a bar that I frequent here when I come into town, and I told uh, my bartender, who's also a very savvy music guy, I was like, hey, I'm doing a podcast where I rank all of Billy Joel's albums, and his response was, and I quote directly, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Choices. There's some, yeah, there's there's uh, so many choices here. 
I. It's not winning, <laughs> but Nico saying <laughs> bloated, bloated raccoon. raccoon. <laughs> and like, the, the, the clip was a little misleading. That's actually the, the, that was about two minutes apart. Yeah, this was like a callback. Like right. she thought that this was the perfect descriptor for. The, I don't even remember which album. It was. Right, but like bloated raccoon was such a specific image, <laughs> and that's why like it's one of the things when I was listening to the episodes to come up with an album. like I caught it the first time, and then she said it again. I'm like, why is she saying that? Like I didn't catch it in the moment. I was just like, what? Exactly. Yeah. I don't remember her saying that at all. Yeah. all. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. The, no- the winner is. Ooh. What? <laughs> just excited. Did you like that? Yeah. Oh. He's turned just, on. Keep, keep going. Oh, yes. Rip that in. You like that? Yeah. 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 You like that? Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. Man, our ASMR <laughs> listeners are going to be so upset with us. Um, <laughs> uh, the winner of most memorable off-topic tangent. It's Zarek Paduka's pro wrestling entry. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, look, right. not that I want to just hand everything to Zarek tonight, yeah, yeah. but like, he was fucking funny. He was extremely well, elaborate. Wait, what's yours then? My personal one would be the Eagles documentary by John yeah. Harvey. I thought that was, it was just great and funny and off topic enough. Uh, you're right. I think it, that was good content. I didn't pick it just because I've heard him tell that story before. That's true. But like, and you can tell still... the clip, I'm like prodding him to tell it because I wanted it to be on the podcast. John Harvey, tell the time. story. Tell the story, John Harvey. Yeah, just yeah. story, John Harvey. Hey. It looked like a fucking Muppet and fucking <laughs> Crystal story, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the little fire guys that are dancing around. <laughs> also in our St. Vincent episode, you may have caught the little fire guys. Not Dark Crystal. Uh, yeah, Labyrinth. that's Sorry, Labyrinth. I apologize. Very yeah. different. No, we talked about the idea totally of um, Annie Clark do, being the uh, Jareth character in a yes. remake of it. I thought that was a great idea. I would watch idea. the shit. I would, I would, I would get a tattoo of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's well you should. And she would use it as her backstage passes, but she wouldn't credit me. Nope. How dare you? I almost went with Bobby's cross-stitch story, too. <laughs> I love that story. I know. We love you, too, Bobby, for the most part. Uh, so, <laughs> then, uh, but that leads us to uh, most memorable artist impression, a hotly contested category Ooh. every year. Fascinating ones mm. over here. Nick Shoto once again nominated. Will he? I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But uh, right now, most memorable artist impression. Here we go. The nominees for most memorable artist impression are from the Steely Dan episode, Taryn O'Reilly as Donald Fagan. I honestly, I love the song "Glamour Profession." Yeah, me too. But, but you love every song. His vocal song. take is fucking awful. Really? Beautiful. Are illegal fun <laughs> under the sun, boy. From Whitney Houston, Part One, Taryn O'Reilly as Whitney Houston's backup singers. That's a bit of my my problem with this record. I but then I also oh god and Heartbreak Hotel. Heartbreak. Who's singing the chorus on that? Okay. Here's what we don't do. We do not come for Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> From Whitney Houston, part two, Nicholas Shoda as Aaron Neville. I mean, as a huge Aaron Neville fan, I just... Oh my god. um, (laughs) um, It's so hard to hear. It's so hard to listen to. Yeah, so it's what's so... um, For the listeners. um, uh, So you get Jesus Loves Me, you get get six songs, right, of all Whitney, all iconic vocals, and then number seven is Even If My Heart Would Break, which is Kenny G and Aaron Neville, which is like... (laughs) This is another (laughs) moment where I'm like... Um, like men getting by on mediocrity. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, 
From the Outcast mini-sode, Evan Saudi as a collaboration between Andre 3000 and Pharrell. I feel like that album would have a really, really fucking amazing Classic. song. Yeah. And then like a bunch very of shit. Yeah. A bunch of shit. It'd be like some sort of like Daft Punk for sci fi. Right, exactly. Like, hello, friend. Hello, stranger. You know, like, that's all going to be high bitch. Come on, come on, So, like, okay. From Harry Nilsson, part two. John Harvey as Harry Nilsson. I would, I would nominate Son of, which is an album that I think is also another very rewarding album that's also maybe off-putting at first, but once you get like past like some of it, I think there's like a lot to act of charm to latch on to. Well, and I think Son of Schmielsen just doesn't open very well. I think that yeah. Take 54 is, is fun, yeah. but pretty basic. Remember Christmas is completely disposable. Remember Christmas <laughs> is... My thing is that this one has so many goofy moments. It has the most moments that of any album are like, what the fuck am I listening to? Because exactly. when he gets to like remember, he's like, it's just a dream. It's just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> From Stevie Wonder Part 1. Evan Saudi, Taryn O'Reilly, and Nia O'Reilly Amandis as Stevie Wonder's vocoder. This style of song, I hate so oh, much. Oh, but when the vocoder comes in around the four minute mark. It's so bad. But it's not the worst song on this album. <laughs> no. Oh, some gay shit. Yeah, there is. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's a very popular category. I mean, listening to it all again is wonderful, but honestly, mm -hmm. I think it's pretty obvious. Guys, I think the streak is broken. Nicholas Shota is Aaron Neville! Yeah, Finally! Because right. also, that is a very accurate Aaron Neville out of all of the Aaron. things. I will yeah. say, yeah. I... Love Nick Shota's winning finally. <laughs> I love John Harvey's. It's just a dream. So, yeah, so I hope no one listening to this podcast is wearing glass on them at any point because we may have just shattered it with our high pitches. Uh, yeah. Do you ever do opera? Uh, no. Okay. I, like he... <laughs> I said uh, no. no. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. what opera sounds like. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close to opera. Right. I'm pretty yeah. Josh Groban's opera, right? Sure. Let me tell you, by the time I went to a Josh Groban Sarah McLaughlin concert by accident, by, uh, <laughs> by accident anyway. is what sold me on the story. So yeah. continue. <laughs> and I bought a ticket for my mom. I'm like, here, this is for you and your, you know, other middle-aged woman friend. And I went to a Josh Groban concert, and he's like, no, you have to come. It'll be fun. So I go, and it's going to be a Josh Groban concert, and then Sarah McLaughlin is opening. For Josh Groban. That's which, weird. Which is also weird because, like, I don't know. But and what uh, year was this though? Uh, like two years ago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so that makes a little sense. Like, yeah. Sarah McLaughlin was a huge star at one point, right. but she put out in her last album 90s, like in like, 2013 or something. Oh. Yeah, she's put out yeah. some stuff like a while ago, but it's few and far between. But still, now. like her most she's not commercial things, horse that she would like. Use right. At, yeah. at, in this day and age, Josh Groban is like still probably selling. has the bigger pull. Yeah, that's true. Yes. It's, yeah. But all of her songs were like, this song is called Love, because I think what we need in this world today is love. So here's uh, my song, Love. This is, this, she's, uh, and was, this is very Alessia Cara. Like, oh, God! We saw, Le, we saw Alessia Cara at uh, 2016 Lollapalooza, and Taryn was a big fan of her album I before she actually, turned into, like, a big thing. I really yeah. liked 
her debut album. I had some really good shit on there. There's still one song. It's just like this beautiful acoustic number called Stone that I love. But I couldn't watch her live. You know, she did the same thing that fucking Paramore did when I saw them, where it was just between every song, it was like, you can believe in yourself. If you have a dream, make it happen. <laughs> I'm here so you can do it too. And I was like, fuck, shut up. Playing a goddamn song yes. at this point, yeah. Oh. Not a lot of people have good stage banter, you know? Like, yeah. that's, that's an art in and of itself. Grimes has decent stage banter when we saw her. Well, she was uh, yeah, that's because Grimes is just fucking weird at 100 all the time. Yeah. So. This is, she's basically Remember a female when jungle she got on her knees and... Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> is that the biggest compliment you've ever gotten? It's pretty high up there. I mean, we just compared you to Grimes and your photographer's all-star. This might be the greatest night of your life. It could be. Exactly. <laughs> Forget your pending nuptials. This is the yeah, night. This I, is just all, remember, yeah. I just remember when she played a guitar with a drumstick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. of course she did. Of course. She's Grimes. Right. Um, all right. I, I saw a gaslight anthem in the middle of halfway through the set they hadn't talked and they go this is the point where I talk to the audience so you don't tweet at me just saying hey well, how come you don't talk to the audience so much so I'm talking to the audience how are you doing alright fuck off don't tweet at me and then they kept playing <laughs> I loved it it was my favorite thing that's amazing that's actually amazing how do you pronounce that band's name again? Gaslight Anthem? Oh, you could do that well. That's why you're not nominated for Best Mispronunciation, yes. which yeah. is Gaslight Anthem. That yeah. was a fantastic segue, Evan. <laughs> Listen, why Why do you think I host the goddamn episodes? <laughs> Aside from the Worst Evan Category nominations. There's a nominations. reason Taryn doesn't host anymore. <laughs> I tried that once, and it was interesting. I like how many times you imitated me during it, too. That was the well, best yeah, part. Well, yeah, because you're the host. Yeah, yeah. it was good. It was fun. The <laughs> <laughs> Why am I even here? We should just get a device that just plays my catchphrase <laughs> over and over again. Hello, like a noun everybody. to a verb, it's yeah. this artist. You could just do that. Yeah. And make it a thing. Anyway, best pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Best pronunciation. Here we go. The nominees for best mispronunciation are from Whitney Houston Part 1, Taryn O'Reilly. In the, the final product, it seems like some of them are lip-synced, and that's never entirely made sense to me. So any Whitney super fan out there who wants to tell me more about that, please do. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Nick showed it. Gmail.com. So I... <laughs> Not my email address. <laughs> um, anyway. You can Hashtag AllStars3. Yeah. <laughs> send it to chartographers at... The chartographers oh, yeah. at gmail.com. The chartographers. The chartographers. Jesus. Well, good podcast. <laughs> it's been great. It's been so fun. From the Bjork episode, Taryn O'Reilly. Overblown stuff she'd done before, like quiet, introverted, well, whispering. I was reading about very specifically the way that she made all these beats was she wanted to choose like things that sounded well when they sounded good still while they were digitized. So that's why there's a lot of like clavicles and harps and Uh stuff like that Uh, or clavichords. My words and clavicles. Yeah. From Tom Petty part one, Taryn O'Reilly. Yeah, you know, and obviously, like, Tom Petty is iconic. I knew probably a dozen songs already, but just, like, diving into everything, there's just so... There were so many surprises and so many... Collaborations. Sounds and collaborations. And, and, yeah, his style, while there is a very solid Tom Thready... (laughs) Tom Thready? Tom Tom Petty Thread. (laughs) 
clothing line. Shut up. I, actually, great, that's kind of genius. I know. I might steal that. Yeah. Um, Pay for it with welcome. your petty cash. Yeah. <laughs> Pay for it with petty cash. The new app. From Stevie Wonder, part one. Evan Soddy. So we are in the part two of our Stevie Wonder journey. Me, Evan Soddy, co-creator, Taryn O'Reilly, special, wonderful guest, graphic designer, and singer-songwriter, Nia O'Reilly. Avant- Avantis. I don't want to say Avantis for some reason. I have say no Avantis. Say Avantis. 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 Nia O'Reilly Cervantes. For part two, I'm taking on a new character, Stevie style. <laughs> From Billy Joel, part two, Evan Soddy. I need to introduce the people who are here. Of course, it is me, Evan Soddy. It is the Brenda to my Eddie. It is Taryn O'Reilly. And it is, of course, Bryce Isel. Consequences Ground. Bonjour. Yes. Consequences I heard that the second I came out. I'm just like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> Good, shit. Good shit. Good shit. All right. I mean, I do love that we had a long list of other people, and it just ended up being, just, uh, being yeah, not yeah. intended, but yeah, we also say the most words. So that Nia O'Reilly Avantes. Yeah. Oh well, we listened to the RuPaul podcast that had uh, Casey Musgraves on it a while ago. She was a phenomenal guest, by yeah, the way. Yeah, she's really like I like her new album a lot, and I guess I didn't know a lot of her personality. Like I knew I liked her, but in that episode, she was just fun and affecting, and mm-hmm. no no bullshit. She kept talking about how like you know women aren't treated well in the music you look at the country charts and it's just penis 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 yeah like she was just (laughs) phenomenal but uh she talked about uh at the very end she mentioned her own name instead of casey muscave she called herself casey (laughs) muscaves and i thought that was awesome she was just great anywho jodley sadusky yes uh, has an envelope i do what's the most Uh, common mispronunciation of your name uh um tesk is mr tesk available yeah um i get that a lot I know Coop calls you glistening teskies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I actually, uh, I was picked on as a small child by older boys, as they were, and then I kicked them in the balls one time, and they respected me. They did, however, call me John Gleason Testies. Um, as a sign of respect because they didn't fuck with me because I'd kick them in the balls. This is we, good for if you ever end up in up. prison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this so, is great quality. This is, yeah. Exactly. Um, there are kids. worse things. Listen, yeah. Montessori school was real rough, guys. Yeah. Um, Monster story? <laughs> Monster story. Monster story school. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but I have this envelope. Um, right, yeah. Best mispronunciation. Best Who's the winner? Mis- 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 mispronunciation. Mish, um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that, uh, just on the... Why do you have to think? It's in the envelope, This right? year, I'm thinking I'm gonna open this envelope. Um, we're doing a great team. Uh, all right. I think this is an excellent choice, uh, as decided by the, uh, Chartographers, uh, Academy. Um, the Tom Thready! Tom Thready! Tom Thready! Tom Thready! Taryn, you win! Yay! Again! <laughs> I'd like to thank... Nico Pashka mm-hmm. and Tom Thready. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I would wear Tom Thready threads. Yeah, right. I great. gotta, I gotta fucking copyright that shit. I know yeah. exactly. Let's email the estate. That sounds like a YouTube DJ, Tom Thready. Tom Thready, mm-hmm. you do it. Yeah, like Mashton Kutcher. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. So uh, the new last next one, we're getting. Don't worry, guys. We're almost done with the categories. We're gonna get down to the top five, and you'll be get to be able to go home to your parked Vespa. That you have outside, uh, you know, which I know is a true thing. What now? Uh, you know, because it's an award show. People have, you know, your... fancy celebrity Vespas. 
It's just fucking move That's on. a thing. It's <laughs> a thing people do. So we didn't sure. the new category, though, because we loved it. Uh, I love it when I insult people, because I'm usually funny at that. That's, like, the only thing I'm funny at. Uh, but also, there are times when we have shade thrown at each other, and also shade thrown towards the artist. So we created a category of best shade, which is, I think, very appropriate and fantastic. I don't know about how... A.K.A. You... Taryn coming for people. It's like... <laughs> that's only half of it. Exactly. exactly. So I wasn't sure if uh, anyone should read this, or if we should try and do what we did last time, and all try and read this at the same time. Right, because that went so well. <laughs> that was an excellent time. Do you want, do you want to try that, John Gleason Test? Uh, the winner that? was La La Land. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Great. Alright, here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Best shade. Here we go. go. The nominees here we go. are... The nominees for Best Shade are... From the Steely Dan episode, Evan Soddy. You know, I mean, there's images in this album that you know, just stick, just haunt me. It's a haunting record. Haunting, wow. I, I mean, Babylon I, Sisters haunts you? Yeah, drive west on sunset to the sea, you know. That's haunting? I just, well, <laughs> no, well, but. From Whitney Houston, part one, Evan Soddy. Not only are they so beautifully sung, but that is her in her element. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so unfortunate in a way that, that we didn't get six. that we didn't get more gospel Whitney. Um, that what? What'd you say? Are you are you being an asshole over there? What do you say? Can say it again? <laughs> You're saying it's so unfortunate that I said that's going at number six. But please continue. Oh, you guys are so rude. <laughs> From Whitney Houston, part one, Taryn O'Reilly. So I feel like she is equally as defiant on My Love Is Your Love, if not more so in some ways. Defiant. Where? Because... <laughs> okay. How? Wow! Shit! Fire breathing! My god, Taryn is coming for me! From the Guster mini-sode, Dave Coop. But it was, it was their, like, live album that actually got a physical release. Why is it like, called Portland on Ice? Guster, I don't Guster know. on Ice. I don't know. Guster on Ice. Yeah. Why not? Portland on Ice. Was, they, yeah. It was, uh, they didn't like do an ice show. It was yeah. just the name Portland's of the record. I don't, I've seen the, uh, pictures of all of them. None of them look like they are. Are you sure that it's not Port uh, Guster on ICE? Like them doing, like is this not like maybe like politically tough? I don't think it's that. Mm. Wow. No. Coop, did my joke just fall flat? I, I, I think did. a little bit. What? Though, yeah. You told a bad joke. I, I think it, well, it fell flat and then it fell in two. So it was great. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go. I got to go lay, load a barrel of a gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That was this. This is this is all like B plus material, guys. When you rank us on iTunes, three stars tops. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now. If we see okay, four stars, so we know you didn't listen. <laughs> From Jay Z, part one, Taryn O'Reilly. Look, it's that's you see. I think I think it's rich. I think it's rich to have death of auto tune <laughs> on the same album where you Thank have you. hate, Thank where Kanye's yeah. using like the full keyboard Bon yeah. Iver. From the Jay-Z minisode, Shannon White. I always, of course, always refer back to his verse on Monster by Kanye. Mm. Uh, no, okay, that, that that's that's up there for no, one of his... I don't get enough of it. No, Jay -Z. All I get is his vampires and bloodsuckers. No, Jay-Z literally just went... He just went in the booth and just named monsters. Yes! Like, like, so funny! Like, I'm like, wait a minute, what? Like... 
Like Godzilla, uh, Loch Ness. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm being? A like, are you are you just naming no monsters conscience. that's coming into your mind right now? Like it's not even a zombie. It's a zombie with no conscience. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like uh, that's a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we should try. So we're we're doing this thing again. We can try it. This I thing mean, that I... has never worked in the history of our podcast. We can. We. I mean, listen. I think remember this time... when, Remember. Actually, I'm surprised this is wasn't on here anyway. But when when you um and Nia tried to name the number two album at the, the same, same time. That's right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Two one, and you said, "Oh no!" That was pretty good. That was good for uh, yeah. Listen to our Stevie Wonder. Episode. It's a really good episode. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's rip it open. Six-handed. Good yeah. coordinated Woo. opening, guys. And... <laughs> God, this is stupid. All right, the winner is... The winner is... Where? Terran... No. no. What, is, what, what is happening? We don't even know what they're called. What are we supposed to be saying at the That's same true. time? That's true, never mind. Yeah. Who would you pick as the winner? I really, I really like when I'm just like, he's like, there's defiance on this album. I'm just like, where? <laughs> that's what I was going for. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, it's yeah. Yeah. That's what it clearly yeah. says exactly. on this we page. All, just the same envelope, and it <laughs> all said the same yeah. thing. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Sarah, you win for mad. best shape. Um, Don't be wrong, Sharon was close with his takedown of a zombie with no conscience. It's just a zombie. That was pretty... Sh- Sharon, who, who was close? Sharon? Sharon? <laughs> Did I say you Sharon? said Sharon. I'll pull this That'll be in next yeah. year's mispronunciation. Yeah. Yeah. Third annual trivia. I feel like I should be nominated for every second of every episode, but that's its own thing. You well, know? this would be a long ass recap if we just put wait, all of every episode. Wait, is it already? <laughs> I, well, I mean. Yeah. Well, it's okay. We've got a break coming up, but not before we get to one of the most important categories of all, at least to me, which is best Evan one liner. Which, Taryn, you, of course, have to read yeah. and open and describe right there. Mm, yes. And then, oh, I'm just excited about it. But also, real quick, John Glessie, John Glessie, John Glessie, John Glessie, John Glessie, don't we have a sponsor? Sharon. Uh, <laughs> sponsored today is Power Crunch. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is one of the great tastes of Power Crunch protein bars. You get oh, three no. delicious flavors of, yeah. like, chocolate and vanilla and mint. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very well done power crunch. It's the way of the future. Yeah. Uh, they're bubble medallions, A plus. Got to be honest. Space. Yeah, Squarespace. Yes, exactly. Oh, oh my Casper mattress. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, make sure when whatever website you're going to, and I mean whatever website you're going to, type in the chartographers at checkout. See right. what happens. Right. <laughs> Just right. See. <laughs> you never know. Just in case. One yeah. of these years, who knows? Health.gov. <laughs> Oh, um. <laughs> low blow. Evan, one lighter. Here we go. Light stage capitalism. <laughs> The nominees for Best Evan One-Liner are from the Steely Dan Minisode. So clearly, that's why it doesn't have bite. It's yeah. he's he's clearly it's, clearly, it's a more romantic record, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You know, autobiographical, yeah. which is fair, so. which is absolutely fair. Still better than whatever the fuck Walter Becker put out for solo. <laughs> Twelve tracks of whack, circus money. <laughs> fuck off! Like legit, they're, they're not good records. <laughs> they are not good records. From Whitney Houston. Part two. Oh, fuck that Teddy Pendergrass song, by it's the way, creepy. for the record. It is. But, like, I, like, listen, I know she's 21, so she's legal, but he's fucking 37. Hold me, hold me. 
Like, it's just like this, like, almost, like, way too sexual, like, it's one of those things where, like, I, technically, I have no reason to feel uncomfortable, but when I listen to it, I still feel uncomfortable. Can I make you feel a little bit more uncomfortable Oh, God, do I want to know? Please, 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 please. So, um... We're nothing but awkward here. On the, the tour supporting the album, um, she had her brother Gary as one of her background <gasps> singers, and Gary... <laughs> Sang all the male parts. No. Oh. No. 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 Do it to me one more time. Um. Once okay. Never. <laughs> so. And there, and there's one. With there's a brother one, like you. What, uh, no. <laughs> no. 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 Evan Saudi. No. No. Um. From the spoon episode. That, that makes mm-hmm. me think of. Have you guys ever seen the movie The Village? <laughs> yeah, but am I uh, Shyamalan movie? Yes, actually. I so have. whenever I see the album cover for Gimme Fiction, I think of no, that totally. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're wearing those red cloaks throughout yeah. the movie. And yeah. I'm like, that's just the village. Yeah. When I see Gimme Fiction. <laughs> and it kind of goes along with what you're talking about, Taryn, where there's a lot of like mysticism. And you know what? There's also a twist ending because oh, those last four songs. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he Shyamalan himself so bad on this album. From Tom Petty, part one. Um, but I do. I like that, like, raw, like, grittier blues, like, swamp rock sound. And then some of the... But, like, yeah. honestly, if you uh, try, if you told me to sing a note from US-41 with a gun in my head, I'd say, tell no, him, I, Taren, I love him. Because, like, that's, like, <laughs> I would be able to... From the Weezer episode. Like, yeah. so, unless, until you sang, like, a half of them, like, oh, right, that was on Hurley. Yeah. But, like, like, my Hurley just slid right off me. I, I don't, I don't, the I blimpies of albums. Yeah. <laughs> just goes right through you. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> From the Billy Joel episodes. I mean, except, except JFK blown away, what else do I have to say? There's a little bit more detail there. I mean, Bay D Day Pizza Domino. Stop it. Stop rewriting. We didn't start the fire. It doesn't deserve it. I'm sure he's not super thrilled about it being one of his only three number one songs. But yeah, like, Wed Gay's Fenway and Judd Apatow. So oh, God, <laughs> stop! Stop writing new lyrics. So we didn't start the it fire. It doesn't need new lyrics. It doesn't time. deserve that. I can't deny the brilliance of like all of the little moments that it hits. For me, it's Vienna, undoubtedly. Kill Bill, Marvel films, or Casio Cortez. So. Uh... <laughs> I hate, I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I refuse to accept the legitimacy of that interpretation. Taryn just literally turned away from the microphone. That is the correct. That is the correct response. <laughs> I mean, okay, so we can't really put it in because of the clips, but like when that when that transition music started. You, you, but for best Evan one lighter, you chose the most like somber, <laughs> string laden, like, oh, this is a sad, and then you're like, 12 tracks of whack? Fuck off. Um, okay, so the winner for best Evan one liner. I'm so excited. Oh, God. <laughs> that was sexual. It is every time, baby. Um, it's. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know. Um, the, I, the winner for best Evan one liner is. 
he Shyamalan'd himself. Yeah. Yes. Episode. Yeah. I was, I was listening back. I was like, that was that was good. And I was in bad vocal quality that day. So what was Ooh. wonderful? What was your favorite joke from this? This honestly, and I, I know it annoyed everyone, but every time I kept coming up with new lyrics for fucking, yeah. we didn't start the fire. That was pretty good. And that's why I had to like put those clips together because I'm like, listen, I, I'm editing it so I get the say, but mm-hmm. that's funny. Teske, you seemed to enjoy the uh, blimpies. Oh yeah, yes, that was. Uh, I love a beautiful metaphor that I was not expecting, uh, and uh, and then blimpies, blimpies, yeah, that hurtly goes right through you. I know. I'm also and that's the other thing too. Really, genuinely, I'm surprised that Taryn said that the white stripes was his least favorite journey on because in order to do Weezer, we had to go through a lot of. Shit. A lot of shit. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Yes. That, like, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I th- White Stripes may have been my least favorite journey, but like, Weezer had the highest percentage of garbage. <laughs> yes. Out yeah. of any easily any yeah. artist we've done. Yeah. Easily. And then after that episode came out, that fucking SNL sketch of the people debating yep. Weezer oh came out. Oh my god, out. that was so funny. Right. And it was shout like, out Alan Lennox. And that was yes. like that. It was basically what happened on our podcast. <laughs> Do you know Alan Linick, one of the writers? I, I do. I do. A uh, dear friend of uh, husband of the the dear friend of mine, uh, Claire Linick, Claire Meyer, yeah. uh, in town here. Um, just a new writer on SNL, and he's doing wonderful things by writing uh, conversations we've all had about Weezer. So wait, you're, are you friends with him on Facebook? Uh, I believe I am. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying that there's a chance he may have actually heard the episode. There is. He may have actually a chance. <laughs> <laughs> there's a very a Listen. slim chance. Listen, yes. Guster responded to us on Twitter once. We met Sam Beam, uh, and we got retweeted by Stephen Droz. So the yeah, celebrities, so, yeah. the celebrities know they're in the know. The about D-Lust this. music the celebrity. D- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deluxe, I think. Deluxe, uh, yeah. Deluxe. Exactly. Yeah, we yeah, have we have a break said, coming yeah. up here, which is great though. Taryn, do you have another sponsor that you need to plug for us? Um, boobies. <laughs> This this podcast (laughs) brought to you by Boobies. Oh, look, the commercial break's coming up. Oh, no. no. Wait, where's my mouth? There we go. Boobies, boobies. (laughs) The theme's summing up. We'll have the nominees for best clip we really liked but couldn't fit into other categories, along with the countdown of our top five comic moments from season three. Stay tuned. Hi there, this is Nathan Stevens, host of the NAQ Podcast. Very glad to be invading your ear holes and the airwaves right here. I'm here to tell you that the NAQ Podcast, otherwise known as Nathan Ask Questions or Never Ask Questions, is coming back for its second season here in 2019. Filled up to the brim with fantastic musical guests discussing the decade in music and much, much more on NAQ. Place to go. Welcome back, everybody, to the 
second annual Charity Awards. Fantastic. Uh, it's Evan Slotty, it's Terrell O'Reilly, it's Jungly Sinteski. Uh, I, in order to sow wounds, I decided to get Jungly Sinteski a wonderful, oh. nutritious Power Crunch bar. Power Crunch? To uh, soothe over all the... <laughs> Why? Why <laughs> grams of protein in right, one Just because bar. you won the contest doesn't mean you have to plug them into everything. <laughs> I just need to tell people... They are not paying us just, enough I know, this. they're not. Well, also, Yet. they're not paying us anything. I just randomly won a radio contest because they enter us in radio contests, like, a lot. Like, a decent amount. Just because, like, you know, I call in and I have good success. I won tickets to Lollapalooza, which you think as a media guy I would have been able to get by myself, but nope, I won tickets that way. You mean uh, just didn't immediately get you into I'm amazed by that, exactly. But, uh, it's, well, it's funny, though, because there's a lot of publicists now that actually email me, and, like, in order to try and get an in or whatever, will, like, listen to the podcast, like, hey, great Stevie episode, or, you know, like, something like that. They'll, like, send emails. I'm just like... Remember yeah. when there was that one band that was like, this band you've never heard of, they want to be on an episode. What do you think? And we're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be great to talk about Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, we're not going to do a Bruce Springsteen episode anyway. So They want to talk about Tay-Tay. Who now? No, just an episode's joke. Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. You didn't know Tay-Tay? Yeah, come on. Tay Tay OKK. I feel similarly to Tay Tay as I do about K Stew. Yeah. Just uh, just bad. Both things that are said by people alive today. Yeah, and just America. because it's said by people doesn't mean that it's good. Because you know what else? People made the Transformers a franchise, so that's yes. a thing that continued to happen. Hashtag Bumblebee, now in theaters. All right, guys, so listen. Also not paying. <laughs> I just, like, start promoting things for no reason. Guys, Bowflex, you gotta try it right now. Marilyn Manson's Absinthe. Manson, you gotta get it right now. It's online, mansonth.com. That is a real thing, is a real yeah, thing actually. A real thing. Yeah, he made but, that. like, it's one of the things, because Absinthe is not legally purchasable in the U.S., but he made a well, version not... that's diluted enough. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's, like, a, a quote-unquote American version. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing, if you drink a Sazerac, you're drinking American. American absinthe. Sazerac. Yes. I don't know what that is. Oh, let's go to New Orleans sometime. We'll have a good time. Sazerac. I mean, it's yes. on my bucket list for yeah. sure. Exactly. Okay, yes. cool. We, guys, we're making plans right now. <laughs> if you want to help sponsor our trip, please go to <laughs> mygaygetaway.com. <laughs> uh, Send us money. Sweet free money. The chartographers at gmail.com. It's a real thing. Uh, we will mention you on the podcast once. We'll talk about season four a little bit. It's going to be different than uh, what you've heard before. More importantly, though, we have one last category before we get to our top five. Ooh. John Cleese and Tusky, I believe you're opening the envelope on one of the most anticipated categories of all time, which anticipated. is... Anticipated. Clips. We really liked, but couldn't fit into other categories because everyone else is just too goddamn funny. God damn it. Uh, yeah, let's do this fucking thing. The nominees for clips we really liked but couldn't fit into another category are from the Outcast episode, Shannon White. I, I also am always going to be a sucker for horns, uh-huh. and especially yeah. live horns used in a rap setting. That's like exactly what I live for, and so that's that's like. That's, I mean, there's a couple That's of how I feel about flutes, so I get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about flutes, so I get what so you mean. So Mask Off was like your favorite song. Oh, when I heard Mask Off, I was like, I don't even need to hear another song on this album. <laughs> it's the best album in the past hundred years. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't need to hear anything else. From Harry Nilsson, part one, Taryn O'Reilly. I mean, we don't need to hear right. the intro. The choreographers. We rank it dating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in that case, 
From Jay-Z, part one, Shannon White. My least favorite Jay-Z album is Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Thank God. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. See, see, people, oh. people will argue with me about that. That's insane because it's garbage. I mean, it's... From Jay-Z, part one, Evan Saudi. Jay-Z's views on women in rap songs is fascinating because he talks about hoes. He talks about women that are already hoes, but he's never like, you know, fuck that bitch. He's never like, you know, like smack a hoe. He's, he's always like, let's just go to a place where hoes are. Let's enjoy the hoes <laughs> right. that are there. Like, let's go see some hoes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, he, he, just, he just wants to fuck the hoes, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. From Harry Nilsson, part one, Taryn O'Reilly. And I'll even I'll even give this album a couple of the steel drum songs when it's used like steel drums when you have like the roll or like or it's like percussively little, like to give yeah. it a little bit of an edge sometimes yeah. right yeah. Or, or like there's a little trill like a little you know a tag at the end of the vocal yeah. phrase mm -hmm. like that's that's how you use steel drums yeah. well there are other songs on here where he just kind of lets the steel drums just go like blink. Yeah. He uses it like, like a keyboard. Like, yeah, yeah, he uses it like keyboard <laughs> accents, except that when you have a keyboard, you hold the keys down. So the tone keeps going and like fills the space. Yeah. Except he's using it like a keyboard, except when you hit a steel drum, it just goes ding. And so it's just this like stupid little staccato, and it's yeah. all over this. And I gotta... From the Spoon episode, Chris Ford. I wouldn't say even Girls Can Tell isn't, I wouldn't say it's their strongest album. I know mm -hmm. some people call it like a secret masterpiece, but even then that has more of like a spoon vibe bent feel to it mm. than this one does. That's just where I... Well, I think you can think of it as like a precursor to Hot Thoughts. It's the same producer, the same guy that did Flaming Lips and mm -hmm. MGMT. I forget his name. Jim, what is D it? D Dave Friedman. Dave Friedman. I, Jim, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think <laughs> you can kind no, of... You think it's Jim Eno. Who produced all the other... Dang it. Yeah. Oh. From the Whitney Houston minisode, Nicholas showed up. Well, for the record, the drunken people you're talking to right now is me, Evan Soddy. It's Katerin O'Reilly. And it's our delightful and wonderful guest that we're happy to have back for a third time, Nicholas Shoda. Hello. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, I don't know how long this episode's going to be, but we are into it. <laughs> From the Weezer episode, the Lol Dardai. So here's here's... This is this is interesting for I'm me about so what is the answer. So because in kind of in spite of itself, <laughs> I like love is the answer, mm -hmm. and I don't like gratitude. Okay. Um, and I will say par part of it. I will say, and uh, obviously your podcast can't see this. I'm uh, I'm half Indian, half Pakistani. You're not white. Yeah. Surprise, like everyone. <laughs> And all, you listen I, to Weezer? all of your clan members immediately throw down their podcasts. That's some quality stuff there. That's a beautiful group. It is that's a group. A, that's yeah, a beautiful exactly. group. Okay, who's turns, the winner? All right, I'm gonna your envelope shape oh, is oh, elongated. It's right like a, it's open like this a, envelope. It's like a flute. It's like one of those Shannon White flutes. Yeah, one of those Shannon You should do ASMR. <laughs> hmm? You should do ASMR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With your grumbling. It's just... It's just... It's like serial killer breathing. It's just... 
Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner is. <clears throat> and the winner is. Um, uh, and I want to. I, I want to say this was a magical moment, uh, and uh, and I'm so glad to continue to break the streak. Uh, Nick showed us hello. Oh, it is. Yeah. Nick showed us so twice. It oh my so god. Oh. It was magical. Susan Lucci got nothing on him. Uh, congratulations, Nick Shoda. I think that's great. Oh, my God, should I call Nick Shoda? Should you call him? Oh, and get his acceptance speech? Ooh, 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 ooo, ooh. That worked I so didn't well warn last him. time. I, no, no, I warned him. That might happen. I warned him <laughs> Wait, that might happen. Wait, what else did he win? Uh, he won, uh, Best Memorable Artist Impression. Oh, right, for Aaron Neville. <laughs> yes, that was perfect. Yeah. That was magical. Where are you? Hold on one second. Uh, fill, fill time, fill time. Kletesky, uh, fill time. Or what if we didn't wait, and you just wait, got this part? Could, yeah. no. I want, I want Cut it. this in post. Let's, let's see this. Cut this in post. Wait, cut it in post now. Oh, okay. <laughs> this may not happen. Oh. Did I win a charty? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Shoda, hello! Hi! How are you? Such an honor. I'm delighted to be hearing from you. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> That's the best answer to me. This is real. It happened in the moment. Nick yes. Shoda just picked up the phone like that. Uh, here's the thing, Nicholas Shoda. I, I'm, I don't know how to break this news to you. It's me, it's Evan, it's Taryn, it's our special guest and co-host, Jungle Lee Sinteski. Hi! Hello! Uh, you won, <laughs> not one, but two charties. Woo! Oh my god, what? This is the best day ever. So, <laughs> you won an award, the yes. most contested award for most memorable artist impression for your Aaron Neville. Oof. <laughs> I don't even remember doing Aaron Neville. <laughs> <laughs> it's very I, good. I often don't remember what I said on the podcast, and then I listen back and I'm like, oh dang, all right. I made lots of sounds. <laughs> you also won, you just now, you just won... Clips we really liked but couldn't fit into other categories. Okay. For the Happy Hour Minisode, when you just, we introduced you and you just said, Hello! For a long time. Art. It was incredible. Um, well, thank you so much. I just want to, um, oh my gosh, I have so many people to thank. Yes, um, please do. I mean, I want to thank you guys Aww. for letting me, giving me a space to spend literally hours at a time talking about my favorite artists that is <laughs> truly a, it's been a goddamn delight every time um, it sounds like you're getting choked up now what's that it sounds like you're getting choked up i'm very emotional I'm very <laughs> you get so emotional <laughs> um and it is fucking delightful and made me cry so like i'm having a lot of feelings uh what i mean i have to thank whitney oh yes, yes. of course yeah you know may she rest in peace and I mean, we're always thanking Whitney in this household, at least, you know, every day I wake up and I'm like, I hope I have a good day. Thank you, Whitney, for all that you've given us. Um, we miss you. You know, it's just like your rosary that you do in the morning. <laughs> that in, right. Do you remind Albert to pray to Whitney before you leave for work? Your cat? Right, well, yes. I mean, Albert, Albert is, he is learning to love her. It's. <laughs> It's a whole, like, it's a whole thing. He's, it's a whole video like, series. It's Nick's show to teach us cats how to love Whitney Houston and other divas. It's now available on CD, 8-track, and Betamax. Right, exactly. Betamax being the primary. Uh, <laughs> That's the intended audience right. for that. Right. 
Yeah. And yeah, I, I, this is just the, such a fucking delight. We, ju- we we described you earlier as the Susan Lucci of the Charties. And oh, that, I mean, true. I, you know, I was famously snubbed last year. I mean, I don't want to say snubbed, you know, because it is an honor just to be nominated. It is. <laughs> but now you got two shiny Charity Awards to take home with you anytime you want and, and hold them up high above your head and say, take that, bitches, as you shout out over the Chicago skyline. I will do just that. I'm clearing space on my mantle as we speak. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Nick. I'm glad you picked up. Yeah, thanks so much for calling, uh, and and thanks for your show. It's so it's so much fun. Uh, it, it's a fucking blast. So, um, good luck with with it, and and thanks again for having me. Of course, yeah. absolutely. Have a we good love one, you. Nick. We love you. I <laughs> love you too. All right. Bye bye. That was so great. Oh, was every time, I'm so glad I thought of that. Beautiful. I'm glad because yes. normally drunk me wouldn't think of that, but I thought of that. So that's, uh, <laughs> it's just like, like wait, we should call him. It's early enough in the evening. We can do that. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. We I, called John Harvey last year. Yes, right? we did. Yeah. Exactly. I also tried calling Bobby Evers, and he he did not pick up. And I, I don't think he won anything. Did he win anything? I don't think he won anything tonight. Yeah. I don't fucking remember. Okay, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's whatever. But hey, listen. Now we got down to the moment you've all been waiting for. Question mark. The top five comic moments of the season. <laughs> Truly, God bless you if you're still listening. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, by the way, John Gleason Teske is here, but he is tied down to the chair. I am. Yeah, yeah so uh, it is. Yeah. I mean, which, you know, podcast, no podcast, I'm usually tied down to the chair when I'm ever. I, listen, that, le- that white leather straight but, jacket of yours is really nice. Ooh, I want one. Yeah, chafes, though. Oh, no. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, I mean, Straight Jacket Chafe, also a new Jungle Satesky podcast, now yes. on uh, PRX. Uh, <laughs> anywho, so uh, guys, listen, our top five moments, let's go down to number five. Number five is from the Happy Hour Minisode for Steely Dan. It has J.C. Shakota, because here's the thing. J.C. Shakota loves the album Gaucho, the blissful, breezy, whatever album it is, Gaucho. Loves it a lot. Loves it too much. He just loves talking about it. And he gave an amazing defense of it. It didn't do him any favors. We still ranked it lower than some of the other albums. But he was very passionate about it. So here he gave a... Uh, in, we were talking about a little bit in the mini-sode while we're filling time. It's great. Uh, this is for you, J.C. Shakota. <laughs> I, and Steely Dan seemed like the kind of guys that probably weren't into Oh, the that makes sense to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> they would hear that shit and be like, nah, no. So, yeah. All right, well, anything else you say? Oh, you? Uh, hold on. I just had it. <laughs> so, you want to talk about Gaucho more? <laughs> <laughs> to say no, but I'll listen to you talk about I, I it. Think you that- They're faster oh, this Jesus. year. They're faster this Are year. Are they? It doesn't feel faster. <laughs> uh, JC, thank you so much. I mean, he was nominated earlier in the evening. He did not win, so mm-hmm. at the very least we can give that to him. Wonderful. I mean, honestly, and Taryn pointed out, like, we opened our season usually with big artists, and this Steely Dan was more of an idiosyncratic artist. And honestly, ending with Billy Joel God, was kind of... I love that word I do. so much. I know, but <laughs> honestly, ending with Billy Joel was also kind of a different choice. Like, he's popular, but not, like, critically popular in the usual ways some of our other artists are as we discussed a little bit on the episode but yeah it was it was a good one i enjoyed it it was just great having him and ned together as well actually their two chemistries i thought yeah it was surprisingly really well, well yeah. yeah it was fun it's always interesting when you throw
throw in two guests who you're like, I know that you both love this artist, so that should be good, but I don't... Let's see how it works out. But honestly, I feel like all of our four-person episodes have actually been successful very well. So, yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, Teske, I know you haven't listened to every episode of the season, and I don't blame you. It's a lot. Trust me, we're making them, and it's like effort. I I have listened to every episode. No, he has. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He said that earlier. Oh, I I didn't catch that. He listened to all of it. Oh, yeah. Wow, you're amazing. Some of them multiple times. You're amazing, and I want to lick you. So, the question is... I get that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Glistening Teske. Uh, The question is, do you have a favorite episode of the season? Oh, a favorite episode of the season. Uh, there are a lot of good ones. Uh, there are a lot of artists that I was excited for you to work with, uh, uh, work, work into, dig deep into. Um, there's a few people that I was like, Guster, cool. Um, but like, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but although I did, like, I, I appreciate both of you deeply for making me think about Guster as much as I ever need to. Right. Um, but, as I ever need to. And, it's, uh, and I, I learned. I grew. I got more out of it. Um, but I was very excited. I was revelatory. I was dancing in the hall. Uh, every time anything was ta- talked about uh, for uh, for Outcast, and that was probably my favorite episode of the season. That was a good episode. That was a good cool. ass episode. Yeah. That was like probably one of my like at least top ten favorite episodes mm-hmm. we've yeah. ever done. It was just that was good. Yeah. yeah, I know it was solid. Well, it's not related to that, but we also did do Spoon <laughs> this year. Uh, oh, yeah. And the thing is that Chris Fort, he was our guest on our Shoot episode, which was a very good episode, too. Mm-hmm. And the Spoon episode, I, the thing is that I loved Taryn digging into Spoon because he came out of it being like, this might be my new favorite band. Oh, I, well, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> not new favorite band, but just like, yes, I, I look at them in a very different light now. I, I have a lot more respect for Spoon's artistry and just their body of work, and I'm always going to be in the mood to listen to a little spoon you yeah. know they have some truly like all time of my favorite songs yeah well that i mean that's a big claim but the great thing is that we had such a good time doing it by the time we got around to the happy hour mini so though we were kind of drunk i mean it's a happy hour mini so it tends to happen but while we were drunk special guest chris fort was especially a special kind of wasted so that's why number four moment was unabashedly it had to go to him because holy fucking shit i love this so much it's also weird that we're actually recording this episode live in a karaoke lounge and i think they're bringing out the mics just about now and so Chris Ford, it's your turn to do spoon karaoke. What is your go-to spin yeah, spoon karaoke song? We're breaking two mobile homes. Iggy Pop reference number one. Never reach out to... Uh, oh, God, I'm drunk. <laughs> that's the way we get by to the way we get by. Oh, my God, that's my right. That's, I mean, that's about how that's karaoke sounds That's the way we like. get by. <laughs> the club. Got a new bag of pot, so let's smoke it. No. <laughs> 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 oh, that's shit. Iggy Pop reference number one. <laughs> All right, I'm calling Chris Fort. Still, Dang. I know. Anywho, but Chris Fort, wonderful guest. Love him. He's just sweet and great and fantastic. Yeah. And we hung up with his friends recently. The, one of my favorite things, though, is when Taryn discovers someone else who loves Leon Bridges as much as he does. Because those are just, like, sing-alongable moments that just happen mm-hmm. that are fantastic. 
And, uh, yeah, even Barack Obama, he bought his list of his favorite songs from 2018, and uh, Bad Bad News, is that Yeah. It? Yeah, Ugh. was on there, too. Which fucking was love just, that song. I know. And we got that, oh my god, honestly, the best gift I got this fucking year for fucking Christmas was uh, my mom, she went all out and got us a new record player, because the last one we had had a little bit of a hiss to it, and like, A little I, bit of a hiss. Yeah, it was not great. It was like unlistenable yeah and so the thing is we got one that actually is clean now and holy shit baby like i've listened to more vinyls this past two weeks than i have like the entire past two years like it's crazy it's crystal clear and i'm like oh fuck i'm gonna get more vinyls i'm gonna be that asshole now like it's just it's just a fantastic experience even the other night when we were playing the game and i had on the uh, soundtrack to jordowowski's june uh dune on and uh I don't know, oh good. that's what that was yeah yeah, yeah that's, in, that's in soundtrack thing yeah it was mm-hmm. good so yeah do you have a vinyl player i don't that's just shocking to me it's, it's okay what, it, I am everyone bad. doesn't need one i know yeah. that's true exactly but john gleason is a music fan and appreciator i, I do I what was the best concert you saw this last year um the best concert that i saw this last year um was uh uh, I saw a uh, uh, Craig Finn, John K. Sampson concert in a room uh, about the size of the studio. Oh, wow. So, like, I could touch, uh, it's at the Cactus Club in Milwaukee. I'm, I'm ex- exaggerating a little bit, but I could definitely touch a wall and John K. Sampson at the same time. Um, and uh, and I just watched all of these beautiful, tattooed, uh, burly, hairy men just, like, sob. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a pretty great experience. And it was uh, it was kind of magical. It was a magical time. Uh, Taryn, you have a video compilation of uh, burly bearded men crying, right? <laughs> well, well. Uh, you know, that wouldn't be particularly out of character for me. Um, yes. But no, not yet. Okay, well, I guess. I'm still working on it. We don't have that, but you know what you do have? You do have our number three moment, which Ooh. is from our Weezer. I believe it was, yeah, the actual main episode. It was an incredible discovery. Bilal Dardai, uh, formerly a futurist. Uh, he was current... nominated a lot tonight. Yeah, yeah, well, he also, Bilal was fucking funny. Because, I mean, Bilal, I got his cat from him when his wife was pregnant. Uh, and uh, Bootsy from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Sweet Bootsy. Bless your heart. R.I.P. And uh, the thing is that, like, and he and I kept in touch for a while and just randomly, we wanted to do a Weezer episode. I felt like we had a guest or something. Yeah. Yeah. We had a guest and then we were just, like, scheduling wasn't working. Yeah. So, and so we then were I, running out of episodes. Exactly. Like, so I reached out to Bilal because on Facebook he liked Weezer. And I'm like, <laughs> do you want to be in the podcast where you talk about all the and he's like, sure, and like, it's like, like he turned yeah. out to be like a, a really great guest, guest. Yeah. yeah, and and had like a good amount of Weezer knowledge. I like, know, like he did the research, he had the insight. He was yeah. also funny too. But the best part was when we were talking about this cut off of one of their later day of the best later day album they did. Everything I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it doesn't matter. Everything Weezer. will be all right in the end. Thank you. Uh, and it's just a song on there. It's just a great conversation. So we'll all Dardai, This is for you. There's a lot of songs on here that, like, almost work. Yes. Where, like, I like a lot of what's going on, and then they go, You can't control me, no more, Cleopatra. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, not only did you fall out of time for the hook of your song, <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking, yeah. but then you pronounce it Cleopatra because... <laughs> You needed another syllable. In and the I just, garage. Well, you know, they stole the syllable back. back. Yeah. Exactly. Here it is. You found it. You found it. <laughs> it, was, it was 20 years later. I was about to say, it took, it took 20 years for them that to find it. That syllable returned. <laughs> yes. 
So wow. this is this is actually a work of musicology. I know, right? Quite frankly, you're welcome, America. Also. He was also just happy that he was 40 years old and was hanging out with those hip, young 20 and 30 year olds, just talking about the pop music and the whatnot. And the... I think it's cute that you described yourself as hip and young. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, shut up. I also <laughs> wish the listeners could see my face every time one of those happens because god they're long yeah no they're shorter than last year you mocked me last year for how long they were and i cut them down significantly (laughs) so let's make it i can make it slower it's still like eight seconds (laughs) eight seconds of glorious sound significant it is from a uh it is from a library i have of sound effects for when i was a sound designer Mm -hmm. for theater Mm -hmm. shows and this one is like magic keyboard trill is what it's called except magic is spelled m-a-m-a-j-i-k yeah. And it's just like magic? I'm like, like okay. Isn't that like magic magical clouds? Isn't that Yeah, yes, with the Z at the end. Yes, that's anyway. true. So yeah, it doesn't matter. It's okay. We're not gonna do an episode on magical clouds anytime soon. Outside of Four Non Blondes, Jungle Sintesky, which Ooh. which uh, artist would you want to be on an episode on? Uh, I'm glad you brought up Four Non Blondes because I was definitely gonna bring up Four Non Blondes if you didn't. I mean it's an um, episode that you're on, it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. As you said you wanted in season four to be shorter, that would be shorter. <laughs> Just Very saying. Very true. Nothing Listen, that's a great song. It's a great album. Linda Perry is um, getting around. All right, she's doing her. Oh own. my gosh. Um, is he related to to the guy from Journey? Steve Perry? No. 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 No, 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 no relation. No. 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 <laughs> no. Um, uh, she, I, she is in cahoots with Pink, though. She helped uh, pioneer. Yeah, she helped pioneer misunderstood in that entire era. Yeah, uh, uh, altogether, uh, which are a lot, a lot of people like. Does she also spell her name with an exclamation point? Uh, sadly, no. no. Linda. Uh, Linda. Perry. No. no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Panic. Oh my God. I forgot to tell you, but last awesome. night when I woke up this morning, I had one of those dreams. <laughs> Is this a panic at the disco dream? Exactly. Oh, God. I legitimately... Ah, buckle up. No, it was one of those things where like it was a dream, but it was so real that I didn't think it was. I had mm. a dream last night that Brandon Urie had died. And I was just like, I could have sworn I saw it on Twitter, and I was just shocked. And I was just like, really? I mean, it feels like so young. I was just so upset. And it was one of those things where like that's all the dream was. There was and no other fantastical elements. I mean, he had his... Highest charting single this year. Yeah, with who would have fucking thought? Right, but it was just so odd. Where it just like, I, and I woke up. And I'm like, wait a second. Is Brandon Urie actually dead? I don't know. This is I, how rumors start. Exactly. Right. I know. So long story short, I think he's secretly dead. It's his fake <laughs> right. model. You know, it's a whatever. Right. Did you ever see Love Simon? I did not. Okay, fantastic movie. It's a great movie about uh, being young and queer and growing up. And one of the great things is the references it has, where he talks about how like he was really into Daniel Radcliffe for a good period of time, and then he was also like really into the music of Panic at the Disco, but then he realizes maybe not for the music. Uh, and then eventually his secret uh, paramour that he's online chatting with, he's like, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. And so then he walks through his high school like, okay, well, who's a Game of Thrones fan? And then he looks through and, like, every fucking person is wearing a Game of Thrones t-shirt. And, like, it's kind of the thing where it dates the movie, and I just love that reference. It was fantastic. It was a really good, it was a really good thing. It dates the, the movie to, oh, a couple years ago. Well, listen, that's yeah. still a thing. But, you know, you know what it's not dated, though? Great lesbian jokes. And that <laughs> leads right into our George Michael episode. Oh. <laughs> We're almost done, baby. We're almost done. God. From our George you had Michael so many episode. good segues tonight, <laughs> and that was not one of them. So Carmen Barnes was our fantastic guest, the Silky Butch, as she calls herself, someone who still runs a Tom, uh, not Tom Holland, no Tom, 
Tom, Tom Daly. Daly. Tom Daly. Yeah. She runs the Daily Daily, which is a Tom Daly fan, fan Instagram, Instagram account, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, which I think he knows the existence of. But she just schooled us on uh, so many different things. This is a comp- compilation of two different jokes from the same episode from our incredible George Michael episode, which I love doing. Guys, let's get into it. And it's a secret song. But here's the thing. There's a couple... Battle Stations is a fun and, like, yeah. interesting little yes. number yeah. about, you know... A, one qu- one question I have about the song. Why do they always have sex on Wednesdays? Why is Wednesday your sex well, day? Well, why wouldn't you? Because... <laughs> it, it is hump day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Lesbians do things different. Okay. I don't... <laughs> well, consider me school. Uh, if the en- the album just ended with Kissing a Fool, I would be totally fine, and it w- I would still want to put it at number one. Yeah. Carmen? I I, I want your <laughs> sex for the whole album. There could yeah. have been multiple parts. I think part eight. Like part yeah. four. Yeah. Yeah. Part 16, I'm still fine with it. I think that's probably <laughs> another lesbian versus gay thing. Mm-hmm. Our sex takes longer. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Or lead up, I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> what my mama told me. I don't. <laughs> We're learning so much. To know. That's good. But listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. <laughs> when it comes, to, I think for the past couple of years, it's been pretty obvious. When it comes to our number one comet moment, it's usually pretty obvious what it is. Yeah. And this year was no exception. Yeah. Our very last episode that we recorded was our Happy Hour Minisode for Billy Joel. <laughs> and here's what you need to know about what you're about to hear. This it takes place over the course of the same episode. It's three clips. They're about 20 minutes apart. And the only reason we're putting it together is because as much as we love Bryce Azell, our incredible guest that we had for Billy Joel, our last episode of Season 3, he was drunk. He was <laughs> real drunk. And there's nothing wrong with that. We get drunk too. But here's the thing. He had a story he wanted to tell us, and he forgot that he told us. Just play the clip. That's all you need to know. So it's number one of this year, absolutely, the Billy Joel mini. So shout out to you, Bryce. So here you go. My favorite thing recently was um, his description of, because he's been, uh, he has a Madison Square Garden residency, which he's had for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And the obvious question, because many other artists in his stature have taken this opportunity, is what would you do for a farewell tour? And Billy Joel said this. If I had a farewell tour, I would have uh, the stage is a living room set, couch, TV, coffee table, food, and there's bulletproof glass between me and the audience. Then I come up and lay down on the couch. I grab the remote and start watching TV. The crowd, after a couple minutes, goes, fuck this, and starts tossing shit at the glass. (laughs) (laughs) So... Like, the thing I like about Billy Joel, and it doesn't necessarily come out in what we just talked about, because... Ah, good times. Uh, any other Billy Joel thoughts? Um, all I will say is this, is that I adore his music. I adore him as a person, in large part because he recognizes... Um, in fact, I have oh, here Jesus Christ. a comment on what his farewell tour should be like. You told us this! Yeah, you already said this. I did? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will You're drunk. <laughs> well, here's, a better, here's, here's a better question. Here's a better question. <laughs> this is actually amazing. Here's a better question, Bryce. And okay. I mean this genuinely, truly. Even actually, this is more the case with Brian Wilson. Oh, well, that's that's a different case altogether. For sure. But yeah. 
But also, Bryce, didn't you have a story about his what he wanted his last tour to be? Yes. Um, so this is a quotation that comes, and for, for someone and for someone who has not right now, for someone who has conventionally top as uh, Billy Joel is, uh-huh. it was astounding. This is like Bertolt Brecht, okay. way more than Billy Joel. Uh-huh. So Billy Joel was asked about his final tour. Um, and he said, <laughs> this is what his final tour should be. Yes. The stage is, uh, so this comes from an interview with Vulture by, uh, the... <laughs> Bryce, we're fucking with you. You already told us this. Anyways, the, the podcast listeners need to know. No, but in, during the podcast. No, I didn't, I don't think I read this. No, okay, read it, read it, read it. Okay. So, um, this is, uh, in an interview with Vulture magazine, um... Was just he was asked about what his final tour should be, and here's what it should be, according to Billy Joel: the stage is a living room set, couch. You literally said TV. this. No, 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 no. Stop. Okay, I'm not letting you do this. Like ten minutes into this podcast, this episode, you told us about this already. I oh, promise. I Bryce, I was willing to let you can like get a little further into it to make sure that it was the, actually the same thing. But oh, yes, fine. you, yeah. you okay. totally. I'm yeah. not, I'm not you know, what, and you know what, Bryce, we love it because <laughs> I think uh, honestly, we have a- <laughs> <sighs> like that is the funniest fucking thing, though. It really, really is. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> But like legitimately Bryce's elf was like it just it just made me so fucking So happy. fucking funny. Yeah. It was I, like, I couldn't believe that it was three times. Because <laughs> the third time I just asked him straight up, Oh, don't you have a quote about this? And he's just like, Oh yeah, I do. It just like brought it up. I'm just like he's very good about hiding yeah. how drunk he is because he's just right, like yeah, his yeah, his yeah. he doesn't sound like when I get drunk on the podcast, I'm like a little slurry yeah. and like yeah. I mean, he still sounds just like Bryce's L. Yeah, but... Uh, it was classic. Uh. So, Bryce, thank you so much for that. Uh, Taryn, I did want to go over one last thing with you. We did it yeah. last year, and I just kind of wanted to uh, talk about it real quick. Sure. In terms of this podcast, this show, this journey, did you have, like, a favorite uh, artist that you did, that you went on, a journey that you went on? Oh, my gosh. There were so many good ones this season. People that I, like, probably wouldn't have spent this much time on at all and right. I'm so happy that I have a better familiarity with like Whitney Houston was a big one there were a lot of like her you know album tracks cuts where I was like oh shit I actually love this mm-hmm. Bjork Outcast, George Michael Tom Petty like I, I found you know new favorite songs on most of the episodes we did this season but yeah I think I'd like the big one has to be Spoon Mm-hmm. For me, that was that was really what I enjoyed doing the spoon episode a lot more than I expected. I for me, it was absolutely Whitney Houston because I just feel yeah. like I went into it being like, oh, she's a pop singer. She has this bodyguard soundtrack. She you know has ballads and shit. And for me to like, I like, oh, she is like a song craftsperson. She is a diva for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the night it was the night before we recorded the episode when we watched the documentary about her life that just re. Purposed everything yeah, in it context. It changed our view a hundred percent. Everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just like complete revisionist, and it's just like not that you necessarily should have to marry biography.
biography to a discography in the exact same way to get that context. But especially but, with someone who is that huge of a star and spent, you know, every moment in the spotlight, mm-hmm. it really influences the music. Yeah. And so, yeah, I love that we did that. And I, I mean, obviously, you heard... Nick showed up. Yeah. Was thrilled that we were doing a Whitney Houston episode. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I very much like that. So, wait, did we already ask you what your favorite episode was? Um, yes. Oh, you said, yeah, you said yes. Outcast. Yeah, right. but, but those two were actually uh, are pretty high up because I knew Spoon was a band. Um, and learned a lot about Spoon and, like, paused the podcast and, like, listened to a bunch of Spoon music and then, like, yeah, kept yeah? going. Yeah, yeah? Yeah. Oh, well, I find, I've talked to other people who've, like, they listen to an episode, they hear a mm-hmm. song, pause it, play that song, oh, and yeah. then go back to the podcast. Absolutely. Like, legitimately. Uh, and for me, also, Billy Joel was one that surprised me because, like, well, his later day albums are pretty much shit. It's just like, oh, you're actually a genius-level songwriter. I also had dismissed him as just some piano pop, omnipresent, mm-hmm. uptown girl motherfucker. And in fact, he's actually like, oh, there's so much more, the like brilliance and wit and acid to what he has to say. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it was just fantastic. So. I love the phrase, omnipresent uptown girl motherfucker. That's going to be my next yes. uh, tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> so don't you worry about that. Uh, and so, yeah, it was a great thing. So thank you guys for listening all season. We actually, and I, honestly, I do mean this. While Tom Petty was 16 albums, we did a fucking Harry Nilsson episode, which yeah. actually did pretty well. Yeah. And, like, that one, the fact that that even happened is astonishing. Yeah. So I'm yeah. very grateful for our fans. That's another one, yeah. too, where I was like, I never would have listened to that much Harry Nilsson uh-huh. without right. this podcast. And I, I love that we did that. Yeah. Because he really is, he's a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and the other thing is that we are, just for our future plans, we want you guys to know, we've done three years, three seasons, 15 artists a season. We've done a lot of work. We're taking a break. And 15 episodes, that well, mostly for season one, it was just because we were excited and we wanted to right. do more. And then for some reason, we decided that that, that was had the to standard. be how many yeah. episodes mm. there were in a season. And as we mentioned, this season really took a lot of effort and you know, thank you so much for spending all the time editing it, Evan. Thank like, you. I really appreciate how much work you put into this. But yeah, we are getting married mm-hmm. in 2019, so we're going to take a bit of a break. Yeah, we're not going to record a podcast episode while we're like planning, like, oh, a, a stepmom needs to, a hotel room or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's just not something you want to deal with, right? Oh, no, this cake is. So uh, yeah. we'll probably be coming <laughs> back in latish 2019 with a shorter season like, like a five artist season yeah and because it's a five artist season because it's a small season i think we want to do it like personal weird shit you know like mm-hmm. one of the like the couple things that we know we want to do tarantino soundtracks i feel like that would be a great yeah fun episode we're gonna have mm-hmm. dave coop back on for that from our guster episode yeah and then i really want to do my favorite k-pop group brown eyed girls <laughs> um, they're fantastic by the way i'm so excited to dig into that so yeah that will be very interesting mm-hmm. i feel like we still don't have a guest for that for no, sure but yet. we'll yeah. we'll figure it out exactly i want to do uh shelby lynn one of my favorite country singers of all time uh, I want to do Butch Walker, one of my favorite rock artists of all time, too. Who is also, like, he's not quite Greg Kirsten, but he has produced for a lot of big names. Including Weezer. And uh, also, and Avril Lavigne, you know, just great artists. And, and uh, Taylor Swift, right? Uh, yeah, actually, that's true. Yes, he did that Ed Sheeran song with her. 
Oh, yeah. So we've got that money, baby. And then I think we were going to do Metallica or something else, you know. Yeah, like Metallica, or we were talking about Royksop, finally. Ooh, yeah, finally fucking Royksop. So, yeah. Um, or Jungle Sintesky's solo albums, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what are your favorite podcasts this year? Uh, my favorite podcasts? Yeah. Are um, you into Slow Burn? Uh, I, have no, I don't know Slow Burn. Okay, I think that's the uh, I think it's the slate one about the first season was about uh, the Watergate scandal and the second oh, season yes. was about the uh, Clinton impeachment scandal. Yes, yeah. So it's yeah. on my list. Yeah, yeah. I've been. Uh, <laughs> I have a list. It's a real list. Um, keep saying that. Yeah. It, it is. I, I I've got like a dozen podcasts, two dozen podcasts, uh, thirty six podcasts actually, thirty six podcasts uh, in my feed uh, right now, um, uh, uh, done by very fancy, famous people, and then also uh, the chartographers. Like it's, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's, and it's, also the chartographers. I mean, but it's like my it's you know. I mean, we, we are not fancy, famous people. Um, yeah, that's true. So, and we, we also have John Lithotesky on as a guest, right, so you can true. tell. Yeah, but exactly. but uh, <laughs> but I I was gonna segue into a compliment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in that, like, in that I don't, you know, just, you know, have in my feed my friends' podcasts, you know. Mm-hmm. I know a guy who does a thing in yeah. the basement. And he, like, I don't want people to listen to our podcast out of pity, you know. Like, no. I want you to listen because you actually didn't give a shit about, right. you know, what we have to say. Because we're making good t- content. Yeah. And which this... is why, you know, Reddit didn't think we were, so. Yeah. <laughs> which is funny. Well, some people liked us. The Sufjan people liked us. Yeah. Sufjan liked us. Yeah. So, anyway, there's that. Yeah. yeah. This is a lovely podcast. Podcast. This is a beautiful. Uh, uh, the, the, it, I always learn things every time. Even artists that I know really well and artists that I don't know really well, I learn. I learn every time. Something. I mean, that's true of us too. I mean, like I learned things about Guster. Yeah. I didn't think there was more for me to learn about Guster, but uh, <laughs> apparently I was wrong. Well, the crazy you know? thing is that we yeah. bring in a guest who's usually a super fan, but both times you and I, Taryn, we're coming in sometimes like from scratch or with a basis. We have to dive in full heartedly. Yeah. Right. So the fact that you and I collect have done 45 episodes all together 45 artists like we've dug into some like so much a lot of artists a lot of discographies you did Bjork god damn it you went <laughs> and thank fuck I did Bjork cause they're oh god she's good yeah exactly well, which made me I so mean happy. her first three albums exactly. but <laughs> <laughs> let's be real let's be real so that being said we are gonna take a break so I hope that if there's an episode that you haven't listened to go back and listen to it uh, if you want to I mean I always say please if you want to go ahead throw a rating on iTunes because it helps people see the show. It does work. It does happen and all of you have done it and I appreciate that. If you have a thought for us also please thechartographers at gmail.com or message us on the we Facebook. We love getting emails. We have gotten quite a few emails now and it's just Recently, great. Exactly. Yeah. And I love it when that happens. So you just let us know. Uh, but yeah, I think we're going to take a good break but we will be back. That is a guarantee and hopefully next time we do a Charties episode, John Tizadeski will be right there with us because he has been a great <laughs> fantastic, gregarious host of this entire uh, award show event monstrosity that we have conceived. Uh, and I appreciate that. I'm glad that you're here, genuinely. I'm touched and, 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 and genuinely moved that you uh, see all my good qualities um, and have a, have a use for them. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I'm glad I see your good qualities because when you look in the mirror, there's like nothing there. Nothing. It's just crazy. So nothing. I have no Oof. idea. How, I don't know how you dress Oof. in the morning. I don't know how you put on makeup. It's a whole confusion. You're like yeah. a vampire. Yeah, right. exactly. Like a sexy <laughs> vampire. I think there's a franchise for that. Make you a sexy vampire. I, I do sparkle. <laughs> yes, you do. I've been told. You sparkle hard baby sparkle hard shine bright like a diamond <laughs> <laughs> really
Brianna, we're coming for you. Shine bright like a test. So, anywho, uh, it's true, though. So, in the meantime, though, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. I mean, really, truly, 18,000 plays, 20,000 by the time this comes out, maybe. I don't know. Y'all are great. Thank you for listening to us and giving us a shit. Uh, we'll be back. Don't worry. We're taking a break. Have a good one, though. We love you. We love you. Let's go ahead. Go on the fade out. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning into the charties. See you next year. <laughs> Old people can be horny. <laughs> you could, you could, you could I couldn't finish it. You couldn't even get through that. I couldn't finish <laughs> We have a break coming yeah. up here, which is great, though. Taryn, do you have another sponsor that you need to plug for us? Um, boobies. <laughs> This this podcast (laughs) brought to you by boobies. Oh, look, the commercial break's coming up. Oh, no. Wait, where's my mouth? There we go. Boobies, boobies. (laughs) The theme song, the boobies.